All right, we're back. The Third Deck Lounge Podcast. Today we are uh, talking to DD214 memes. And, uh, dude, this is fucking cool. I can't believe I'm talking to you right now, man. Hell yeah, dude. I'm stoked. This is going to be tight. Yeah, dude, this is awesome, bro. We we literally been sitting here the last like hour just shooting the shit, not even fucking recording. Yes, yeah, it's, it's we just have been out here fucking vibe, and it's it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, fucking um, dude, where where do we start? What do you, what do you want to start with, dude? That's uh, I mean, there's there's no uh. There's no bad spot. I mean, we could talk about fucking getting out of the military. We could talk about like crazy internet meme culture. We could talk about back in my day, back with the iron sights. My iron sights. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> um, fuck. I guess. Uh, shit. I guess let's go to the beginning. Of that like, okay. So what? What year did you get out? I got out the summer of 2017. Dude, I like, got in the fall of 2017. God, God damn. <laughs> Fucking... oh, yeah, I was dude. like, my generation was like, we were the guys that like our fucking senior lances and NCOs all went to like Afghan and shit. And then like in 2012 the marine corps was like all right we just want to go chill in japan for the next fucking decade like we're done with combat deployments so like all my fucking ncos fucking senior lances had a bunch of fucking salt dogs and then like we just went and chilled in fucking oki and then we were we were kind of that like inter intergeneration like transition period and then to like where you were at where it was like Oh yeah, there's not even like like we joined thinking we were gonna go do some shit. Like, I mean, I guess y'all probably joined thinking y'all were gonna do some shit in 2017 oh, yeah. too. But yeah. like, I mean, it kind of hits you like, oh, as soon as you get to your unit, like, yeah, it's it's kind of been like this for a minute now. We probably ain't doing. Yeah, but you're remember, gonna get. You gotta be lucky if you're gonna yeah, do anything. Dude. I remember being a fucking boot and asking uh, some random dude. I was like, so uh, where are we going to? And he's like, we're going to Japan. There's no fucking combat deployments anymore. Kill that dream now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I remember fucking being some fucking boot-ass little tracks dude, like, begging my fucking staff sergeant to send me to Afghanistan. And he was just like, dude, like, it ain't happening, motherfucker. It's like, over. enjoy your fucking time in Thailand, because that's all you got. God damn. Did you go to Thailand? Oh, yeah, dude. I went really? on, uh, like, I went to, I did the LF Karat, which is, like, Kind of like the Mew, but it's like, I mean, it's basically a fucking Mew. You just hop. We did went to a bunch of different countries. We went to fucking Hong Kong, Guam, Philippines, Thailand, uh, fucking Indonesia, Malaysia, Oki. Damn. I think if yeah, yeah. So we just hopped around and did some did some like living out in the jungle, training with the different countries, and then. If you got lucky, you got like a day or two of Libo, like partying out in Thailand, partying out in Hong Kong. Huh. That's kind of cool. I've heard a lot of crazy stories about uh, Thailand. Dude, yeah, I mean, you hear about it all the time in the Marine Corps from the dudes that have been, and you're like, this is some wild shit these guys are talking about. But it's yeah, like, dude. you go there, man, 
And it's like all the stories are true. It's like a fucking country without rules. Like you can, like if, I mean, and you don't even got to be rich to do shit. Like it's dirt cheap over there. People are pretty poor. So like you could be a fucking PFC, got NJP'd, you're on half pay and you're still out there living like a fucking king. It's fucking, it's a grand old time. Dude, that is fucking insane. What the f- Dude. I heard some pretty crazy stories from fucking Thailand, dude. Oh my god. Shit that would yeah. like probably yeah, like get I this said, podcast like... removed. Oh yeah, dude. I've seen some some wild like you know the the annual training like uh human trafficking training you gotta do, it's like everything that's in that training you'll see in Thailand. <laughs> Oh you're like oh this is where they got they they just took the took the, a little day of libo out in thailand out in fucking patty and we're like here's what we're gonna base our fucking training off of yeah but you see some you see some wild shit out there and like i mean it's it can get kind of shady we had some fucking one of our grunts uh he was like out front in a like a strip club he was like smoking a cigarette and his two battle buddies were were in, back in the club. Like one of them was getting a lap dance in the back, and the other dude was pissing or whatever. So he's out there by himself in front of the fucking club, and these fucking Thai mafia dudes roll up on him, and they're like, "Yo, run us, run us your shit!" Like, and he's he's like, "Nah, fuck that. He's drunk." So he fucking books it. They fucking chase this dude down. He like ends up running down an alley, so they they catch him. They beat the fuck out of him. And then they the, the mafia call the police, tell him he was like, tell them the police that he was vandalizing cars and shit. So then the police arrest him, what? toss him in fucking Thai prison. And we're like, our fucking uh, like infantry company commander is like trying to fucking bribe the Thai government to get this guy out of prison. <laughs> and like, it's not working. So we had to fucking leave the port with the dude in prison and then eventually what? get him yeah dude, we had to like get him sent back to like flown back to oki after we got him out of prison it's fucking crazy well, out they have there to work through like the fucking embassy or something I, I don't know like officially how they did it but i know they were like trying to fucking basically like bribe the government and just pay them to get him out because like like i said the fucking mafia like called the police and the fucking dude the mafia runs so much shit out there like the little dudes that are selling you counterfeit fucking ray-bans and rolexes on the street those dudes work for the fucking mafia there's just fucking random dudes driving around on their fucking scooters that work for the mafia like they, they really do run shit out there so it's like if the if the mafia guys are telling the fucking cops to throw this dude in jail like the cops are like i'm not gonna fucking yeah. be the one to try and stand up to the system like huh. dude what the fuck yeah, she gets she gets wild out there, man. Damn. So, so yeah, you you can have a whole lot of fun in Thailand, but don't go by yourself. Make sure you got some some buddies with you. You don't want yeah, to get dude. rolled up by yourself. Yeah, uh, I always heard uh, I heard wild, wild shit. Fucking. But so so you you come back from deployment. You're you're getting out. Where where's your head at at this point? Um. So I think like just probably about like a year before I got out, I don't know if this is when they dropped it or like if I just had heard of it at the time, but they have uh, on Camp Pendleton, they have this like training program through Microsoft that basically 
they do like different sort of like IT cloud server administration type training uh, that you can go while you're still in. Yeah, you can basically just like be like if your command approves it, you could be like a student for your last six months or whatever. And so I went to like the little um, brief or whatever for this class. And it was like, dude, I was a fucking 1833 like AAV crewman like. I was fucking sw- swinging sledgehammers on tracks. Like, I'm not some fucking genius ass fucking dude. Like, I'm like, our fucking mechanics would call us yard apes because our solution to everything was hit it with a sledgehammer. So, I get in this fucking brief, and like, every other dude in there is like some super pogue fucking Intel something like logistics administrative as something or other and these guys all like are talking about like subnetting and all this other crazy shit and i'm like dude i'm so lost in the sauce right now like i don't know what none of these guys are talking about this shit straight sounds like chinese um there was like an entrance exam to get into the course and i took like the study guide home for it to try and like study and i'm like trying to teach myself all this fucking it stuff and it was like it just wasn't fucking happening so uh like i'm out here trying to read like latin or something so uh i'm like okay i gotta figure something else out and i'm uh i'm in i'm in trs and i forgot what we were talking about in the in the class but we were on the department of labor website and i was just like poking around on there and i was looking and i saw they had some like information on projected job growth over the next 10 years so i was um i like went to that little section and wind energy was like at the top of the fucking list was like expected to blow up over the next decade and i was like hey like i fucking turn wrenches on a fucking amtrak i could go turn wrenches 300 feet in the air like that would be that would be pretty fucking dope so i looked into that um found a school that i could start doing online classes on before i got out and then like move out there to to go do classes out there and like i mean basically my plan was like just find something that like isn't going to get replaced by a robot in like five years so i know i'll still have a job and then is also going to be like interesting enough that i don't want to fucking blow my brains out at work every day you know where'd you where'd you go yeah so i yeah so i went to i went to school after i got out i did that and then uh yeah I, i got into to wind turbines and it's it's i mean there's a lot of veterans in that in that community it's uh i mean it's like blue collar work like anywhere there's a lot of veterans but it's pretty it's a pretty dope community there's a lot of uh if you don't mind working 300 feet up in the air it's it's uh it's a pretty cool job no lie like you got it most wind farms are out in the middle of fucking bumfuck nowhere so you kind of got to be willing to like live out in rural generally like midwest america but if you're if you're cool with all that it's a fucking it's a great gig but i mean i guess kind of what uh I was telling you about earlier as far as like mindset for when you get out like what i found when i got out was uh i guess like the way that you want like your fucking most prime time boot motherfucker to act like he's fucking running everywhere he's fucking volunteering for everything he's fucking he's on it he's not out here trying to skate and shit like if you adopt that boot mentality as dumb as it sounds like if you show up and you're like they're doing some fucking dumb shit that no one wants to do at work like yeah i'm gonna volunteer for it there's a weekend shift that no one wants to do. i mean like you got to be able to like 
enjoy the greener grass when you're getting out but at the same time like especially when you're starting out at whatever whatever job you're doing when you get out like if you kind of just like return to boot so to say and take that mindset of like okay i need to fucking have some fucking intensity with when i'm doing some shit like you know move with a fucking purpose don't be out here fucking jerking off in the bathroom during working hours and shit volunteer for everything that other people don't want to fucking do like take some initiative off work to like study some stuff and like really you do that for like a couple months and like people notice real fucking quick like i got i got promoted twice in my first six months at that company like i was out there like leading a crew and there were people that had been in the industry much longer than me that that weren't doing that shit like so if you really if you really want to fucking succeed like I know it's easy like when you're getting getting ready to get out to kind of get like that senioritis like fucking oh we fucking made it but like I mean you've probably experienced it where it's like you kind of you get out and you have that like I don't know how to to put it but like like you know what you fucking did and then you get out and it's like it doesn't really matter out in the civilian world yeah. to if that makes sense and so if you can like kind of come to terms with that and just accept like i want to get ahead at whatever i'm doing in the civilian world adopt the fucking boot mentality for a couple months and like just push it it's it's crazy how far you can get like you you take that and just run with it for a little bit and and then it becomes kind of like habitual like you see some of your buddies that get out that get like the senioritis they get the fucking grass is greener they're out here chilling and you're just fucking sending it going going for it like you'll see the fucking difference yeah absolutely man um i knew dudes that got out and we're working the next day some yeah, dudes yeah. got out and we're working the same day yeah dude i was i was uh I took a little break because I went to school, which, I mean, if anything, like, use that GI Bill and use that time when you're in school to fucking chill out. Like, that's when you enjoy the fucking greener grass for a little bit, take you a little break, get, live off the fucking BAH you get from the post 9-11, maybe get, like, an easy, like, part-time job or something. I mean, maybe it's a little bit more difficult, like, if you're married and you got kids, but, yeah, dude get out chill for a little bit at school but then like when it's time to go to work basically just like if you could pick your like optimal boot that's like okay this kid is not a fucking complete moron just adopt the mindset you wish that kid had and you're gonna be fucking light years ahead of everyone else when you show up to work you just gotta apply yourself and that's like like dude's fucking um sell themselves way too short i will like never stop preaching that i constantly see dudes selling themselves way too short like apply what we learned in the marine corps we all have leadership skills we all have like the skills to figure things out and like just fucking like whatever job you get given like you'll know how to figure it out like yeah i mean it's it's kind of like almost it's almost just like you kind of need to get over yourself. Like my first job when I got out, I was working at a dog kennel with a bunch of high school kids. And I'm like looking around just like 
all this fucking dumbass high school drama and i'm like dude like a year ago i was overseas like driving a fucking amtrak with with a bunch of grunts in it like these it's it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier like these kids don't even fucking know but at the same time no one really gives a shit so you kind of just have to accept it and like get over yourself take take yourself down a couple notches and be like no one cares about you know what i did in the marine corps no one cares about all that stuff out here they care about what i'm doing right now so if you if you get that mindset that i made it i did all this when i was in the military uh i should be like you know revered or whatever it's just going to hold you back like you're going to be looking around like why are these people around me succeeding and like i'm not getting some shit served to me on a silver platter like look at look at what all what all i did like years ago like look what i did when i was in the military like why am i not getting compensated or fucking people aren't uh catering to me but yeah like i said you kind of just you just gotta like come to terms with you did what you did and you know you have to make that realization that you gotta fucking kind of let that go and focus on like what you're doing today and apply yeah like you said apply the shit that you learned like take that as an advantage of like you know what good qualities are going to make someone succeed and apply that shit to what you're doing today yeah dude and fucking when you get out too like you figure out real quick just how much people fucking care about like what you did in the marine corps and it's, it's like it's not much they really don't fucking care like i i never like i would never fucking like uh you know outright say it because of course I'm, I'm not gonna walk around and act arrogant like that but like but I have a fuck ton of tattoos, I'm not gonna lie, and fucking, you know, it's either this dude was in the military or he was in prison, and sometimes I like to just tell him I was in prison because the look on their faces is fucking hilarious, but, um, I fucking, yeah, like, some people end up, uh, asking me, they're like, oh, were you in the military? I was like, oh, you know, yeah, and then they'd be like, oh, that's cool, and then it kind of ends there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, like, your your military service for most people is worth a, a fucking a thank you for your service. Yeah. Or if it's some fucking if it's another dude that like didn't join the military, it's worth uh oh I was gonna be a fucking oh, Navy SEAL go. Army Ranger. I was almost a Marine. <laughs> like it's it's kinda weird how when you meet dudes that didn't join the military and they find out you're in the military you were in the they military. Try and, like, compensate it's almost it. like yeah, it's almost like they feel emasculated dude, yeah. by it or something and you're like Bro, like, it's cool. You weren't, like, getting bitched at while scrubbing a fucking bathroom for $2 an hour. Like, you don't got to feel jealous of me or nothing. Like, yeah, dude. You, you went to school, you went to college. Good, good for you. Like, it's, yeah, dude. It is, like, super important to uh, remember that it's, you, you can't be fucking arrogant about, like, this shit, dude. Cause, like, you got to remember the military is 1% of this entire country and the Marine Corps is even less of that percent within whatever math. I can't do math in my head. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to figure that one out, but it, it's a very small number. We'll go with that. And these people have like the rest of the country have has like zero ability to even like relate or try and imagine like what your life has been like for the last four years and i think it's like super important when dudes get out 
to to like integrate themselves back into society like like hang out with whatever friends you have from uh like high school like i kept in touch with my friends from high school so i you know i had a little group of friends back home that i could go back to but i was just always hanging out with them so i could you know it sounds weird but like almost like figure out how to be around people again because like real quick i realized because the first thing that they kind of noticed they're like dude you cuss a lot and i was like i was kind of like taking a step back i was like okay i guess i cuss a lot like i guess i can't fucking cuss anymore which i, I still cuss a lot but i guess i can't cuss anymore as much um around yeah like, i mean people. it's yeah dude it's it's literally like a whole different world being in the military it's like two separate worlds where i mean that's kind of why like when you meet someone who was in the military especially like the same branch it's like you automatically kind of click whether you're uh you served like 10 years separate or whatever just that kind of communal like understanding of the difference in the military world versus the civilian world it's just like we understand that with each other but then yeah you get out and it's it's like there's so much about the the lifestyle that you have to that's just normal especially getting out of the military that you don't i guess you just have to understand that people that have never been in the military like a lot of this stuff is not going to make sense to them uh a lot of the like nuances or way we talk or like just just stuff that we deal with like it doesn't it doesn't click at all with them. So, I mean, on the one hand, like, yeah, you need to learn, like, kind of adapt and be like, okay, we're done with that part of my life. I need to kind of shift, shift over here and start figuring out how I need to, how I need to change to integrate into being a civilian. And at the same time, like, I found it's been really good to also seek out, like, when you can, find like other veterans or other military people in your community because i mean i don't know it's it's a fucking bell-shaped curve you're gonna run into some people who you're like this guy was a fucking marine too and he is just like the the biggest fucking dork you'll ever meet and then sometimes you'll meet some dude and you're like oh dude we just fucking automatically vibe it's it's automatic like and a lot of the the stuff that you aren't able to like your civilian friends aren't going to be able to relate to like people who have served. It's just going to make sense to them. So you still, you're still able to kind of get that sort of community by seeking out veterans, like whether it's at fucking school, whether it's at work, uh, whether you're like into hobbies and shit and you're just like, Oh, okay. I found out this dude that I, that I go fucking to the range with this guy's a veteran too. Like this guy at works a fucking Marine Corps veteran too. Like, so you kind of have to do both. I mean, it's really important. I think if you just totally immerse yourself in in the civilian experience and kind of shun away everything about the military, it's like, especially for people who joined when they were 18 and like literally your entire adult life has been spent in the military world, trying to to completely change everything about everything is just gonna it's gonna be stressful as fuck it's gonna be weird you're not gonna you're gonna be frustrated about something so having that sort of connection whether it's i mean even just hitting up your fucking buddies from when you were in like texting them or calling them on the phone whatever like i think that stuff is really important too to kind of kind of retain that 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 uh 
community as far as like the military goes because you i mean everyone like no matter how much you fucking hate it when you're when you're in as soon as you get out almost as soon as you get out you're kind of like okay maybe a lot of that stuff was dumb but you kind of realize like how much the the community the good parts of the community how much that really means yeah dude and it's it's really important that you keep those uh connections with your your friends man like for me i so i'm up uh well i'm up where i'm at for uh for for school you they almost got me they almost got me right there i almost i almost <laughs> slipped up um yeah but i you know i'm putting pictures on my snapchat and shit and i've got the little geo tag and dudes were swiping up and they're like yo i'm up here too and we were like oh shit and you know we were kind of realizing that there's like a fuck ton of us all in like the same state so we literally we just drive to each other and hang out on the weekends now like like you you just because you're out of the military doesn't mean that um it has to be over with your friends like you can still see them you can still drive out to them and shit and you know some even like you might even end up getting closer with people that you might have like been in with but weren't necessarily like close to like dudes that uh that I wasn't really that close to just cause we're in the same area. Like we're, we're messaging each other now and like talking more than, you know, we even did when we were still in and like that shit's all super cool, dude. And you gotta fucking, yeah, you gotta fucking just kind of suck it up and throw yourself into a society. Cause if you just sit there and you never like, cause it's an adjustment getting out, like you and me both know that. And if you sit there and kind of like try and hide from it and then just continually start to resent it instead of like, you know, just hanging out with people and, you know, starting to realize they're like, Oh, okay, this is okay. And this is very not okay, but it'd be hilarious at the barracks, but like, it's still not okay here and shit like that. And I don't know, man, it's just shit like that. Like it's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And kind of going, going back to what you're saying about like keeping in touch with your buddies, like, I mean, obviously, like, you want to fucking text them, you want to call them and everything, and it's kind of difficult when everyone gets out and you scatter across the country, and now it's like your roommate or your best buddy from your platoon is in fucking California, and you're out there in Pennsylvania, and you're like, well, I'm probably never going to fucking see this dude hardly ever, but, I mean, you can you can fucking keep in touch on social media, all that sort of thing, but I will say, like, if you... If you like consciously make the effort especially like you kind of has to be a two-way street for for it to work really but i mean you can just fucking i got a long weekend i'm gonna go fly out and see my buddy and i know it's more difficult like if you got a wife and kids like logistically figure everything out or whatever but like dude every time i've had the opportunity to like either one of my buddies is like moving states and he's coming through my state and i'm like dude come like it's an extra hour like comes drop by stay the night at my place like we'll hang out a little bit or like if I'm traveling to another state and I gotta, if I'm up in fucking like Northern California and I got boys down in like Palm desert, like I'm fucking driving seven hours to go see my fucking boys. Like when you get out and then you get to go see your fucking boys, like I'm telling you it's, that's like one of the, the, the best things that you can do to like, I like kind of get back to that the community aspect that you're you're gonna fucking find that you miss like making time making effort to go like 
figure out something to go see your fucking to go see your buddies. It's like I don't know. For me, those are like some of the fucking happiest days of my life. Whenever I get to see some fucking dude that I was like that was in my platoon, like I fucking love that shit. Those yeah, those dude. guys are like, you know, you can, it could be fucking months since I talked to that guy or whatever. But if you get to go and you know put in some extra effort to go link up with them, or even just fucking like if you're not doing shit on a fucking Thursday, just fucking call them and talk them to uh, like talk to them on the phone for like an hour, like. It's it's not the same as like getting fucking wasted in the barracks at three o'clock on a Tuesday before PT, but like it's still like that's some that's some of the best thing like the best stuff you can do yeah, as far dude. as as far as community goes. And then wherever you're at, like try like I said, try and find some some either someone in like your workplace or someone that does like hobbies that you do that is in the same area that like you can kind of gravitate towards and it's like anything else you got to find someone that you know your personalities you know you you vibe with or whatever but just just having that kind of like constant someone to be around that you can you know make those jokes that you're only going to make at the barracks and shit like that because i mean as long as you like you could be out for fucking 10 years and that sense of humor is still going to hang around like that sent that way of thinking is still going to hang around and it's like when you can make like when you're fucking in the the at, at a fucking party and you and your fucking buddy that was in the army you're out there fucking cracking jokes that are like wild as fuck and then like i don't know it's just yeah i know it's what just, you mean uh, i know what you mean it's yeah. like that it's like that instant relief almost like you feel like you're back home almost. yeah you can yeah. just like you, you can like kind of be yourself yeah, yeah. you can you can kind of like just be who you are and like not have to worry about like oh i'm making this person feel weird about joking about like <laughs> blowing up a baby or some some shit like that yeah, like dude. oh like, every time like, i get see, it yeah every time i see my buddies dude i like i go up and like hug them man and i'm like damn dude it just i feel like relaxed like all the bullshit from like that, I don't know all the bullshit that's been pissing me off lately, or you know whatever problems. It all, it feels like it, like everything you know doesn't like none of it matters, and you know everything's all right. It, and fucking every time I run into a dude that's a a vet dude, it's like an instant friendship. It doesn't even matter what branch or like when you served. It, it's like just that instant friendship, and then like. I don't know, we'll get each other's shit, man. And then every time, they're always like, hey, if you need anything, bro, hit me up. And I know I could literally, like, if my tire blew out and I'd be like, hey, man, can you come get me? He'd probably come get me. Yeah, and that's that's another thing, dude. Like, I mean, you want to adopt the fucking mindset to succeed out in the civilian world. You want to put in the work and all that sort of thing. But, dude, that's a huge advantage as far as being a veteran. Like, I mean, if you really, like, I know, like, people love to use like the fucking networking and communicating like buzzwords and all that shit but dude just like getting to know people in the in the veteran community like wherever you work at like dude if you're fucking hurting for a job and you're tight with some fucking veterans in the area I best believe they're gonna find you like 100%. you're like you're like oh i'm making i'm working some bum ass fucking stupid ass job for 12 50 an hour right now and they're like oh dude we're fucking hiring down at the fucking uh, speaker wire replacement factory where we fucking jerk off and drink beer every day and get paid $30 an hour. Like we're hiring and you're like, 
dude, I didn't even know that fucking job exists. That sounds fucking <laughs> tight. Like, sign me up. They'll fucking tell you their manager that you're super cool. Next thing you know, you, you got, got a, a tight fucking job yeah. drinking beer and jerking off all day for $30 an hour. Yeah, like, dude. Whenever people hit me up for shit like that, um, one time uh, I just I already knew offhand like a couple people I could connect them with. And um, he's he's getting a fucking a job that's fucking better than what he's got right now, and it's kind of cool too because it's like, damn, dude, like I helped that person put themselves into a better position. That's fucking awesome. Absolutely, dude. I, I I'm I love being able to like even just to to see that happen in the community. Like, that's probably one of the coolest parts about starting a meme page is kind of getting more involved and engaged in the community yeah, as a whole and getting to see like even if i got no fucking part in whatever's going on and i'm just watching like i don't know if i'm watching like hoodlums and brigands fucking put together a bunch of money and go out and feed the fucking rangers that are not getting fed adequately when they're in quarantine or going and seeing uh cleared hot raise money to put some fucking air conditioning units in some old folks home during the summer like seeing just being being like almost just like a, a fucking fly on the wall for some of the really cool shit that goes on in the community is like and then if there's an opportunity to get involved like i fucking love all that shit getting to see all the cool shit that the other homies are doing and then like sometimes it'll inspire me to do something sometimes like i'll have an idea and i'm like okay i need some fucking help like i have this idea i don't know where the fuck to start but i know like I've got some people that know what the fuck they're doing and they can help me out. And like, you get to be a part of some really cool stuff. You get to see some really cool stuff. You get to help other people. Um, you know, people in the community get to be a part of it too. Like when we raise money for shit, like, dude, that's the coolest it's, shit. It's, I love seeing those whenever like one of the boys are hurting and they like need help paying for like hospital bills or something, dude. I love seeing how quickly everybody comes together to help them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the military and veteran community is kind of strange where like one moment we'll do, we'll be fucking eating each other up. But I mean, some, there's, there's a good amount of it that's just healthy, like busting each other's balls. And then, yeah, I don't know, sometimes we get into some, some wild spicy shit, but <laughs> yeah, when, when the fucking chips are down, you know, the fucking, the, the boys got your back. Like if shit, if shit's fucked, you got people that are coming to to help out however you need it to happen like it's yeah, it's just really cool seeing like everyone get on board with something and be like yo this this person or this group's got a fucking problem like we're going to do whatever we can to make sure like every single aspect of it is is taken care of so they don't got to trip about it yeah dude it's it's really insane seeing like how how much we can really bring about change when we come together, dude. Like, for real. And you literally, like, you'd probably be more capable of this than even me, but, like, if some dude messages you, like, I'm broke down on fucking whatever, you know, highway, fucking is anybody, you know, in the area that could come help me out, and you put it out there, and you're like, hey, is anyone in this state? Oh, what area you went? Oh, shit. Hey, can you swing through and help out homeboy? And then they're like, oh, shit, yeah, man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh like I said like I mean whether I'm I'm doing something or like you're just watching someone else go out and fucking 
do something and you either get to help them out or get to get to witness it it's just yeah it's really cool getting to see like it's it's cool watching i don't know like the especially with like instagram and meme pages i feel like kind of the last two years things have kind of exploded to where it was not really too big i feel like i mean i didn't i didn't, I was never like paying attention super close to social media before i started and then i kind of grew into it so maybe it was like a really big thing before like 2019 when i got started but it seems like the last two years especially with covid kind of fucking up a lot of shit like the whole internet military community has kind of it's kind of gone from like these big uh big names that kind of do everything like everyone follows like black rival coffee or uh like other like i don't know pop smoke decelerate your life like there's all there's like these big pillars that have kind of like been cemented and like these are kind of like what everyone followed or whatever and then now it's just this massive conglomerate of like random fucking like we got a machine gunners page we got fucking meme pages for units we got random meme pages for like avionics technicians we got meme pages for fucking uh just marines air force we got fucking unit history pages and we have all these different people that are like kind of bringing this big spider web of of a community all into like this one massive community and then like when something happens that affects the whole community everyone kind of just like faces that direction on the fucking firing line is like let fucking loose fucking fuck that problem and full sends it out whatever we got to do so yeah, it's it's dude. been it's been pretty tight watching everything unfold and being able to be like even like a part of it just watching it on the sidelines and taking taking any sort of active part part in some of the crazy shit that goes on it's it's really fucking tight yeah dude i agree too 100 percent um i remember whenever i do a gofundme i'd shoot it out to like you to like fucking 10 15 other pages dude and I'd be going through and looking at, like, their followers lists and shit and just kind of adding up the numbers in my head. And I'm like, dude, we really can, like, reach out to, like, the entire fucking, like, military and veteran community. And, like, very fucking quickly, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and it's also, like, you kind of want to be, I don't know, like, with stuff like that, I kind of, I've found, like, especially the bigger you get the kind of more uh i guess like more like i don't know like the more legitimacy people think about you or whatever but so like if i found like now if i share one gofundme page like for some random dude then i'll get like a, a dm for like 30 other gofundme so it's like sometimes it can kind of be like people just trying to fucking oh, take advantage. like take advantage or yeah. this and that. But it's like, I don't know. Like you see it when there's like a big something big, like, uh, like there's just shit like with the Afghan. Stuff within, if yeah. Afghan or like yeah. with the shit with the AAV that sunk. Um, or I mean, sometimes like something just something big pops up that it's, it's ever on everyone's radar or like, you know, someone kind of like, I'm trying to remember, um, God, I can't remember who it was. I think it was last year that kind of like raised the flag about this, uh, 
this guy who had just gotten out <clears throat> right after like he was like fresh out of the marine corps wasn't he a sergeant and, i think i know yeah, who you're talking about yeah sergeant yeah, tate. Sergeant... yeah, what? yeah sergeant tate, tate? Yeah, uh, yeah yeah and like right he was like in the process of uh getting his va coverage set up and like he got he i think he caught like pneumonia and like went into a coma and basically like all these health problems and shit and like bills stacked to the fucking roof and like the va wasn't he was still like in the process of it and like like everyone kind of just like like i said everyone like turned their heads but like all right we got it and like full send like sending this guy's family a bunch of money sending fucking asking how they can help out like isn't that awesome it's just it's yeah it's it's really great to see like i mean when you hear about one of the homies or like someone in the community that's just like going through some really fuck shit it's just like i don't know a lot of us have been through some really rough shit so you you feel like it's almost like you like you, a duty like a duty yeah. to fucking help them out because yeah you just it feel alone. it like with them you're like yeah. dude that fucking that's so fucking shitty like you just put your, your yourself in their shoes and you're like bro like i just want to move mountains for you right now and then it's like you're only one person but then when you're like hey everybody this is what the fuck's going on and then like the whole community helps you fucking flip a mountain onto its fucking head and push it over and you're like dude you just it's it's so beautiful to watch it all unfold yeah dude it's super fucking cool dude like for me like this is still like one of the coolest things i think i talked about it on another podcast but I'm, I'm gonna fucking tell the story again because i really love this story um this one person had reached out to me about uh their friend and how they'd been together in marja and you know a couple of years later he had a family and uh and stuff but he ended up killing himself and every year he got like his buddies and shit from that platoon to get gifts and shit for uh for his son so that he you know like he knew like what his dad's ties to the marine corps were and the you know the family he had and everything and just over the years people dropped off or moved away or you know changed numbers or whatever and um so he messaged me and he was like he was like, hey, man, you know, kind of telling the story. He's like, I do this every year. Would you like to help me out? I was like, dude, fuck. Yes, I would, like to, I would like to help you out. That is fucking awesome. So I fucking, you know, I started putting it out there. I was like, because, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I thought dudes would be like writing cards and shit, you know, like just simple stuff. But like, you know, it's still like the thought, you know, and it's uh, it's just super cool. And, you know, dudes were like messaging me. They're like, yo, like. Like, I had a ton of people asking for, like, the address and stuff, so I thought that was super cool. And, um, yeah, we got we got this kid, like, all this cool stuff. And, you know, even even people were, like, asking. They are like, you know, what, what does he need? Does he need, like, books or anything or, you know, whatever it might be. And, you know, I was just kind of passing that information along. And, um, you know, and then Christmas rolls around, and the dude's sending me pics of, like, the, uh, the kid with the gifts and stuff. And, um... And just, like, the parents and, like, some of the cards that he'd opened up and read. And it's like, dude, it's like, that is fucking crazy. Like, we got this kid, like, a super dope Christmas. And I was like, bro, we did that as, like, a unit. As, like, as like just, like, the boys. Like, we all came together to do this really, really awesome thing. And, dude, I don't know, man. I just, I love that story. I think that's, like, the coolest thing. And, like, it's, it's like, crazy, crazy, like, the, the, uh capability we have 
like all these pages, dude. It's insane. It, it blows my mind sometimes. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, if if you have people that are willing to like follow your page consistently and get get into like jokes and stuff you post, it's kind of a, I mean, not a perfect metric, but it's kind of a good indicator of like, okay, they're they're kind of like headspace is kind of this kind of the same where I'm at. So when you come across something like that, where you're like, dude, this just hits me so hard. It's like the people that follow you, it's kind of the same thing. Like when you share like, oh, this is what's going on. It's like, I mean, we're all one big fucking group that kind of like, I mean, we're our own individuals and everything, but we kind of have at least similar mentalities. So it's like the stuff that, that you really give a shit about. It's like all the homies do too, for the most yeah. part. So it's like, oh, you find out about some crazy shit and you're like, hey guys and everyone's like oh we're already on it right now like yeah, dude, just give me awesome. some fucking give me the where and when give me the what i need to do and then like it's already done yeah and it's dope too because dudes will be messaging you they're like yo like what what area is he in can i like if i'm close enough you know i can head out there in a few hours and it's like hour like it's like the time people are willing to are willing to invest into others just because we were marines isn't that insane yeah absolutely yeah, never met him in their fucking. Yeah, don't know any. I don't know fucking dick lives. about him. Yeah, but, but but it's it's like oh you got the you got the title you like good enough. Yeah, it's like hey I'm on my way. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's insane. I love that man. And fucking um... yeah, me too. It's it's great. It's I I feel like uh kind of a side effect of like the big explosion of of social media is kind of like. I mean, on one hand, it's really cool getting to see like a lot of uh, a lot of the different like communities getting more vocal and like niche pages, and you get to kind of look like I was a fucking tracks guy. I never dealt with aviation, but then you're like, oh, I got a homie that has a fucking aviation page or an avionics page or whatever, and you're like getting to like get a little peek into their fucking world, and like. Oh, I didn't know shit about this fucking MOS or this fucking community. And then you get to find out little fucking, I don't know, like little aspects about other communities that you maybe would never or have never dealt with in the military and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's kind of also, I mean, it's got, it's, it's, it's good. And then it's got its downsides too, where it's like, I don't know, sometimes you get a little bit fucking, you get a little bit spicy and like obviously like infantrymen fucking tracks tanks like like the combat arms community is a little bit like i feel like like we'll fucking do we'll be out there fucking roasting the shit out of each other in the barracks and fucking laughing our asses off about it like that's kind of just like the the world we live in where it's like we'll bust each other's balls hard as fuck and then it's it's like it's just kind of how we like vibe with each other and then you see some other people kind of get fucking like people that maybe like their their military world is a little bit softer or nicer or whatever and they like it it doesn't really translate to them where they're kind of like oh you're fucking coming after me you're coming after my demographic this and that but it's like people need to understand like like you were saying like there are people that like if shit's going down they don't even know who the fuck you are if you're just in the fucking if you're in the community if you're if you got the fucking title on your fucking name like People are like, we might be fucking rough with each other here and there. Like, we might be fucking spicy, this and that. But 
when shit goes down, like the community has got your fucking back. Oh yeah, dude. 100%. It's fucking insane too, but it's like kind of comforting too, because I know like if, if beyond like the memes and fucking everything else, like our, like the pages themselves or almost like a safety net for dudes. So like if like worst case scenario, those fucking you do end yeah, up in the all hospital else for fails. whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like the worst. It's like in case of like like break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> it's literally that's what it is though. And Dude, fucking it is. yeah, and then we it just is. slap that post on and we fucking shotgun it out to like the rest of the fucking Marine Corps and like the military community as a whole, dude. And then we're yeah. all like, oh yeah, well fucking. I'll give you my beer money. You need it more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same, same with like, same with like the, I know we were kind of talking about this before we started recording, but like some of the fuck shit that goes on, like, I mean, some people are ready to break that glass when they got a fucking corporal yelling at them. But oh, yeah, I mean, like nerds. you see some, some, <laughs> you see some fucking real fuck shit going on. Like back when I think it was, uh, one, two that was out in Oki and they were like feeding them the, the, the moldy sandwiches and tell them to suck it up. And it's like, Okay. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> Roger that. We got you, buddy. Like <laughs> we know that uh like like the the methods we can take like with these pages, it's I mean, obviously like we were talking about before too, you want to fucking go through proper channels. Like right. if you can handle shit privately, it's always best to do yeah. it that way first. If you gotta like request mass or whatever, but like sometimes Sometimes you gotta fucking break that glass. Yeah, and like you can fucking keep everything anonymous to where like we ain't fucking snitching on no one. So like exactly. you could be like you could you could try and figure out who's sending shit in. Like we ain't putting names, we ain't putting faces, like and you're doing fuck shit to everyone, so it could be anyone. So it's like yeah. when when you need to fucking break that glass, we can get the inspector general out there yeah, real dude, quick and have fucking stars and stripes writing articles with your fucking command photo plastered all over it because yeah, you're fucking fuck ass our major. Like, she can get real wild real fucking quick either yeah, way. Dude. It's almost like accountability, honestly. Like, I mean, it is because I, like scenarios. there's... Yeah, like, I mean, there's a request mass, there's writing your congressman and everything, mm -hmm. but... I mean, we all know how it is. Like, sometimes there's just some shit that it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. And, like, 10 years ago, it was what it was. Like, you weren't running to fucking Instagram and being like, yo, they're feeding us moldy food, like, and saying we got no other option. We're locked up in the barracks. We can't even go to the fucking PX and buy some fucking Cheetos. Like, we're f this, this is, like, all we have to survive on right now. They won't even give us fucking MREs. But now it's like... Okay, I I was in your situation when I was in, and I didn't have the opportunity to like go be like, hey, can someone raise some fucking flags about this shit? So I know how fucking frustrating it is to be in one of those type of situations, and then to be able to like be a part of like, I'm not gonna sit there and like watch, like what we like, I'm not gonna make like sit there and watch y'all do the same shit that like I knew was fucked up and I couldn't do anything about it when I was in. So like being able to to be a part of like all right we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna like one way or another we're gonna get this shit fixed like right. whether we gotta fucking have task and purpose writing articles and shit or if we're just gonna make memes for 
two weeks straight until two seven ncos get their fucking christmas leave approved like oh, yeah, we're, just gonna, we're just gonna do wild shit until we get the fuck and it's crazy how effective that shit is <laughs> it's like, kind of hilarious like, honestly <laughs> dude it, i mean and it's i think i talked about this on the disgruntled docs podcast a while back where it's like i mean on the one hand it's kind of a problem where it's like you don't really want the United States military to be like bending to Instagram pages and shit. Right. Like that's kind of a problem. But at the same time, like if you look at the military for the last decade, like dude, they're bending to literally any, they're, they're bending to fucking dude, don't even, blue hair bitches on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, the they're bending to fucking po- po- like politicians that? that have no fucking idea what they're talking about oh, like yeah, you can fucking blow on a fucking joint chiefs a staff and they'll fucking fall over and fucking like it's ridiculous the shit that they'll bend to so it's like you know at least if we're fucking doing some wild shit that that causes like real life accountability or whatever you want to call it like at least we're doing it for like we're helping out the boys. We're helping right out thing. people yeah. that are getting fucked yeah. over. We're like, we're not out here trying to fucking just like, oh, I want to get someone fired because they said some fucked up shit. Or like, I want to get like this policy change because it's fucking sexist or whatever. Like, no, it's like there's some fuck shit happening to real people right now. And we're not going to like, we're not going to just stand there and watch it. Like, we're going to make some shit happen. Yeah. And you actually, when you did do that for the one, two Marines, um, what, what page was it that actually put out an official state? Wasn't it like third map? It was some huge page. I don't, I don't remember. It was like, it wasn't like an official page too. I think it was like, I don't remember which, I, I know that they did put out a statement about it, but yeah, like, and it was like, they, they were so late to the game too, that it was like, um, Task and Purpose had written articles. The Military Times had written articles. Fucking Stars and Stripes. Dude, like, it was like once they, like, the ball started rolling, like, like all the big military news outlets were running stories about it. Uh, all the other fucking meme pages were running with it. Like, like, dude, and then I, like, usually when I do this shit, too, I have fucking, uh, I have, like, a little, like, list of information about how to contact your representative. So it's not just, like... It's not just the dudes in the unit that are contacting congressmen's offices. Like, dude, I got the whole fucking community out here calling their fucking blowing up their congressmen and senators' offices, blowing that shit up on behalf of these guys. So it's like, it was like two days after, like, I'm the, and it's so funny because every single time, like, I've done this shit a couple of times now. So you kind of get like an idea for how it's going to go. Like, once you've done it multiple times, you kind of see patterns and it's like, it's like every single time it's a new unit, like their first reaction is like they think they have complete control. Like the Sergeant Major is like, I'm a fucking battalion Sergeant Major. No one can tell me shit. I'm going to fucking ramp this shit up even more. And then like the first day is them like trying to go after the guys even more. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to ramp it up too. Like I got fucking task and purpose right now. Art- articles out here, they're blowing this shit up. Like, And then like it kind of reaches a level where they're like, oh shit, I can't just like tell my Marines to shut the fuck up because we don't know who's sending shit. We don't know who's contacting these meme pages. It's like, we're trying to fucking chase these people down all the while. We've got congressman offices, like phones ringing off the hook because people are calling about these moldy sandwiches. We got fucking 
the inspector general asking us why the unit is trending on fucking Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We got fucking like all this wild shit going on and they're kind of like, Oh, I can't win. Okay. So now how do I like, how do yeah. Like how do I, uh, how do I keep charge of this situation and not like totally go down with the ship? Like it's, it's just funny watching like, like, like I said, when you do this over and over again and you kind of like, you kind of see patterns and then it's like, okay, now I know exactly what to do every time we get to this, this step of the process. And these guys are like, try still trying to shit in their pants, trying to figure out who the fuck this, uh, meme pages or whatever, like, and how the fuck they have this information type shit. Like they're fucking 13 moves behind and you're already in checkmate and they don't know what the fuck's going on. So it's, it's, uh, I mean, ideally, you don't you don't have any situations where you got to kind of go that route. But but when but after like doing it a couple times, you kind of see like I don't know, like you see just how how different things are now compared to like how they were, and it's like oh, we really can like use the power of fucking memes and and community to like get shit changed in real life for me and like dude i i knew the term request mast but i had no idea like what it was i didn't know that you could just like dude if i had fucking known like what the fuck requesting mast was like dude that would have been a lifesaver for some some shit like and people don't like obviously it's like the command isn't gonna tell you how to get them in trouble when they're doing fuck shit because they want to get away with doing fuck shit so like they're not gonna be like let's have a class on how you can report us and get us in trouble when we're doing some fuck shit with you guys like they're just gonna try and keep you in the dark as much as possible because especially like a lot of the fucking oh we've always done it this way type of fucking old old head staff ncos and shit like they they're gonna do shit that isn't fucking they know isn't approved like they would be get like if you're fu- if if you were doing the shit they were doing, they would burn you for it. But they want to get away with it, so it's like, yeah, that's that's a big part of it too. Like like we were saying, like if, you, if we can get this shit handled privately or at the lowest level, you obviously want to do that. And like, I mean, part of that is like like you were saying, like people don't know that contacting their congressman or like request like requesting mast is an option or how to do any of that shit. So like even just being able to provide like this is what this is this is what you can do like this is how it can help you and this is how you do it is like huge for a lot of people like after putting out some of that information like i mean there's been there's been some stuff where it's like there's some fuck shit going on people will dm me uh i get like okay here's what the situation is and i'm like all right go get like 10 of your fucking boys everyone's got to get on the same page like you gotta kind of, don't go out there walking out there like talking like an idiot talking out your ass like come up with a coherent like this is what your complaint is this is like what's wrong and everyone go fucking sack up request mass together if they will tell you to kick rocks request mass to the next fucking level and keep going up the chain of command until someone's in the fucking fryer because they didn't want to handle it at the level they were supposed to like and like shit gets handled real fucking quick like people don't like there's so many situations where you're like oh my fucking chain of command is doing some shit i don't think that they can do it but like i'm a fucking lance corporal i just got to suck it up but there's so many stories of it's like when a dude is like okay i'm going to i'm going to i want to request mast and the all of a sudden the problem just disappears into thin air like 
people are like, oh, he's got the fucking handbook of how to handle this shit. I know I'm in the wrong. Everything, dude, it's people want to go talk to like request masks. They request to go get legal counsel. It's like probably like if you're having some fuck shit, those two things will make all a whole lot of problems disappear real fucking quick. If people know that they're in the wrong and they realize that you're like, you're not going to just bend over and take it like shit can fucking get fixed with some yeah. real fucking quickness. If you, uh, yeah. If, if you do ever get in trouble and you, uh, you get a lawyer, they start, uh, they start covering their stories real quick. Like, and, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they start, uh, yeah. But at the same time though, don't get in trouble. Don't, don't put yourself in that position. But, at least don't get caught. Be smart about it. You know? Yeah. That too. <laughs> I mean, Marines are going to get into trouble. That's what we fucking do. We do fucking, we do dumb shit. We do wild shit. We're fucking, especially young, like uh... 19 19 years old, full of fucking testosterone, drinking in the barracks. Like, you're going to do some dumb shit sometimes. But like, you got to be smart about the dumb shit you do so you don't get caught. Oh, yeah. Dude, I got, um, so I pulled up the, uh, the Stripes article. The Stars and Stripes article about the uh, about one two, and it said here. I thought this was kind of interesting. These reports were taken very seriously and acted upon immediately by leadership at the battalion, Third Marine Division, and Marine Corps installation specific. No, they didn't. They didn't do anything till fucking everybody started blowing it up. Yeah, I mean, they yeah they the first day like the first day I reported on it, uh, it was like the fucking battalion formation sergeant major screaming at everyone and then fucking i mean yeah like and then i I don't know if that was i don't know if they did a battalion formation or if they did like a like a mass text out to everyone because everyone was in quarantine but basically it was like leadership was telling everyone like shut the fuck up but they couldn't figure out who was talking because there were so many different people sending in pictures of their moldy food and shit so it's like how are you gonna track down like which fucking moldy sandwich belonged to who and shit so yeah. yeah that was like the first day and then like you know i got like fucking reporters hitting me up in my dms and shit trying to figure out what's going on um and then reporters talk to other reporters and then like day two all the fucking articles come out and the meme pages are still like going balls to the walls with this <laughs> stuff like people's people's families are starting to figure out about it like it becomes real big See, and that's, that's kind of when like the command like realizes oh we 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 can do like whatever we want and we have no control on the situation anymore it's kind of out of our hands and then i think like that's when they were kind of like okay we need to try and switch it up and then at that point it was like i mean people were sending in like the the screenshots of the text messages of the the command like telling them to all shut the fuck up and not say anything and that they're going to get in trouble if they're like reporting on moldy food and shit and that and that just makes it so much worse that they're telling people to like not like to pretend like they're not being fed moldy food and then fucking next next that night or like next day the ig is like hey we're coming down to see what the fuck's going on and then look at that day three rolls around and the fucking battalion's got fucking truckloads of pizzas yeah, rolling crazy. out for the boys like real crazy yeah real real fucking That's crazy wild. Like, yeah it's like oh yeah you figured it out finally like yeah. yeah that shit's unreal to me though 
like how how shit like that can can go on yeah i can't i can't imagine that's like, that's that's like one of those things like i wish i wish kind of like that i was in the marine corps for that type of era where it's like i mean you don't want to deal with the fuck shit but just getting to see like just getting to see your like sergeant major get dicked down by some fucking retard on instagram is has got to be fucking like just you're sitting in your fucking barracks room in quarantine watching your fucking command yeah, starving because you're not eating the fucking wrecked. garbage that's being yeah and you're you. fucking watching your command roll up fucking boxes of fucking pizza because uh meme pages roasted the fucking bejesus off of them yeah. it's like that's, that's got to be pretty vindicating at least oh yeah yeah dude that's insane though like like you wouldn't feed your own kids this but you'd give it to your marines yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't eat this shit yourself either. Like, but you're yeah, gonna but, try and force yeah. people to eat it. See, it's like, it's like, like what you can't fucking find MREs. Like, like these dudes are infantrymen. They're gonna eat fucking MREs. Like, it's gonna it's gonna at least feed them. Like, we're not asking for you to fucking feed these guys five star meals. Oh, like, yeah. just feed them some shit that isn't covered in fucking mold. Yeah, that isn't fucking, you know, garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all that shit's unreal to me, man. Unreal. Yeah, but kind of like we were saying before, like as much as shit changes, it also just stays the same. Like it's it's like you see the same, whether it's like the same exact incident or it's just the same type of like fucky mindset from leadership. Like you just see the cycles repeat itself. And I mean, some of us kind of learn like new ways to try and handle shit and get shit addressed and hopefully hopefully change things for the better yeah and i think it's kind of interesting too because it's like like myself starting this podcast and there's like all these other pages too starting podcasts and shit and it's like kind of just branching out even more into like more like like on the podcast i try and keep it more of like a certain topic rather than just random shit but like talking about these topics and shit though it's like crazy important and I think it's really, really cool because, you know, oftentimes we talk about dudes feeling isolated and alone and shit. But, like, if they're sitting there, you know, doing their own thing with their fucking AirPods in, listening to a podcast, talking about something that they actually relate to and they're fucking going through. Dude, that shit can be huge for people. And they're just sitting there realizing, too, that they're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Or that or just, like, <laughs> I mean, even just, like... Like, sometimes people will fucking react to, like, something I put on my story or they'll, like, send a fucking message or whatever. And, like, dude, I reply to, like, I try and reply to anyone that fucking messages my page. Like, sometimes it gets a little bit crazy, like, if mm -hmm. I'm running, like, a tournament or something and I'm getting, like, fucking almost 100 DMs every day that I'm trying to sort through. But, like, on a regular day, like, if people message me, I dude, I'll have a conversation with, like, literally, like, if you fucking hate me, if you fucking love the page, if you just, like are feeling bummed out like bro i've had i've had Dude. full conversations with people that think i'm like the worst human being ever and we kind of come out like okay i just misunderstood you i've had conversations with people that are like oh my god you're a fucking god and i'm like nah dude i'm a fucking a weirdo with like kind of weird jokes that people find entertaining like we're just you and me we're just homies like i'm gl i'm glad that you enjoy like the dumb shit i post on the internet and you're glad that I post dumb shit on the internet. Like it's and everything in <laughs> yeah. between those two. Like, I mean, dude, literally though, that's like, that's fucking awesome though. Because like, 
for me, literally, whenever anybody messages me, I don't even care who it is. I'll, like, have a conversation with you and shit, like, ask you how you're doing, just kind of shoot the shit, ask what's going on, like, your company and shit, you know, just kind of laugh a little bit. And, like, sometimes dudes have even, like, reached out and they've been like, yeah, dude, I'm going through fucking this or that, and I'd fucking, you know, I'd give them whatever advice I could and just, you know, I'd talk to them a little bit. But it's cool, though, because you get to meet so many people, man. Oh yeah, dude. I've had some people that have been following the page since dude. I'm I was just DMing this guy this night that literally followed my page like a month after I made it. It's almost been two years now. Really? And he's been like like I've just been like I've met all these crazy like <clears throat> whether it's other people that run pages, whether it's just random followers that like just really fuck with the meme pages. Like I mean, there's some people that I've been talking to for like two fucking years now that are like I mean, I've gone out and meet, met some of the fucking meme page homies in real life, like partied with them. Like, you get to you get to like meet some really fucking cool people, and like like I said, like people will just message the page, and sometimes we'll, you know, you bullshit about, you know, maybe they like the content, maybe uh, they hear I was working in wind turbines, and they want to know like how the fuck to get into that shit, and I'll fucking give them the lowdown on like what all you got to do to get into the into the industry. Uh, some people just yeah like you were saying like be like man i'm fucking going through it like this morning i was fucking at work talking to some dude that had the same fucking injury that i had uh when i was in the marine corps and i had to go get surgery for and i'm like oh dude you're like right at the beginning like here's everything i wish i would have known since the beginning like start doing these fucking stretches save your back like all this type of stuff like they gave me the run around for this long and that long and like all this all this stuff that i wish i knew like i mean we can we can bullshit about literally anything like yeah dude and that that's the thing though is that when people reach out about stuff that like you've you've had experience about especially with that dealing with fucking tricare and fucking navel and all all that shit that probably saved that dude who even knows how much time and fucking extra pain um that he would have gone through figuring it all out on his own dude like that, yeah, that's like that's like a significant with, impact on someone's life. Absolutely. And it's like that with anything. Like you think about like poolies right now and you put yourself in put yourself in their shoes and think about like, man, if I was a poolie right now, what are the things that I wish I would have done like to prepare myself? Like I wish I would have talked to people in this MOS or like uh not just like took my recruiter's word for everything like go seek out people that have done this shit and try and get like some insight onto like how to navigate like being a boot which mos to pick which fucking duty station to request if i get that option like all this sort of shit like you obviously like you look back and you're like man i wish i would have known some more shit i would have talked to more people and you look back and think about that like gotta look forward and think about yeah. that shit too like if you're getting <laughs> out what kind of industry you want to work into like see if you can find someone that like has worked in that fucking industry knows the fucking pipeline to get in there and like what companies are good what companies fucking suck uh if you're trying to get into fucking hunting try and find some homies that have been hunting their whole fucking life like <clears throat> you can you can kind of use like the community we have and like i said again the fucking buzzwords like networking and everything but really it's like kind of like looking back and realizing like okay i wish i would have known this when i was uh a year ago i wish i would have known this like there's stuff that you're gonna want to wish you knew now that people already fucking know so like 
reach out to a motherfucker and ask them because yeah. there's like I dude I do it all the fucking time where like I'm in a situation and like I mean especially running this page I've I've come into contact with so many people with like such a div- like diverse fucking background of like oh yeah dude the, the cleared hawk guys are like JTACs up in fucking the Canadian military they're they're some fucking good dudes I've got like people like you or people that run the fucking two one history page or like raid team co like you got all these guys that do stuff for like specific units you got like goons up that does all the machine gunning stuff you got like and then all his offshoots like lad up tracks up fucking corman up you got disgruntled docs like you got all these different like massive like spider web of different uh fingers in each part of the community and all those dudes in those community like if you're interested in going in those directions if uh like if you're getting out and you know like this guy did this or that like there's so many different places you can go to to get information about the stuff that you want to fucking do with your life or the directions you want to go that is like you said it's going to save you so much fucking time it's going to save you so much fucking effort it's going to save you so much fucking mental frustration trying to figure shit out on your own like you got to take advantage of that shit. It is like, it's a lifesaver. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Dude. I mean, just going back to like everything you were saying, man, like, I don't know. I, I kind of would have gone in blind still, like not knowing anything about the Marine Corps. I kind of liked that. I went in blind. I didn't really know Dick. I just know I knew I wanted to be a grunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wanted to be a grunt too. Like that was my whole thing. And if I had realized like, power i had as a pulley i wouldn't have fucking signed a tracks contract probably (laughs) but i mean everything happens for a fucking reason like i mean you could you i could be fucking bitter about oh my recruiter fucked me this and that but i mean i got to do some really cool shit when i was in the marine corps i met some some of the fucking best dudes on the planet i i wouldn't give up anything to know my fucking boys like yeah yeah i'm the same way man it's it's kind of like I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, so you gotta you gotta ask yourself, you know, where are you at right now, and where do you want to be in a fucking year and five years, all that sort of thing. Like, I mean, just sitting down and coming up with an idea of like what you want out of life is is really helpful to get a, a clear like sight picture of where you're trying to, what direction you're trying to go. Oh, yeah, dude. And then once you get that fucking figured out, like you got to figure out who the fucking who has the information that is willing to like guide me and tell me like here's the stuff you want to do here's the stuff you definitely don't want to do like hey if you want to be a fucking infantryman don't sign a fucking tracks contract and think that your fucking drill instructors are going to let you fucking swap over in third phase to be an infantryman like it's not going to happen buddy yeah dude absolutely man as a boot though i would have changed i don't know i probably would have changed a couple of things that i did i wouldn't have done a couple things and then I would have just been different, man. But I guess you live and learn. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's that's a big yeah. part of it, too. You got to just kind of... I mean, you kind of got to do everything the way you're going to do it. Like, yeah, you got to live and learn. But yeah. some things, though. like... Yeah, some things are just, like... Yeah, transitioning, dealing with, uh, like, injuries, yeah, uh, trying to get into certain job interviews, trying to get into certain job interviews, job industries, like... There's some stuff that it's like it's just you to get where you want to be. It can be so much easier if you take the like the small effort to go seek out someone that's 
in the position you want to get to and ask them to try and like pick their brain about what, what you need to do where you're at right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what I did. Um, when I started figuring out, I was like, okay, I need to go to college to be able to do this. Okay. Once I like start get, once I have college, you know, buckled down where, when, when can I start easing into this and, you know, getting into this kind of job field and this kind of fucking, you know, position. And there, there's like a couple people that I met off of the page that knew all that information. And I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. I'm getting like, they're helping me set myself up. Yeah. And I've, I've even had people that are like interested in lap moves and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That just DM'd me and been like, yo, do you know anyone that works in fucking cyber? Like I'm thinking about taking this cyber lap move and I'm like, yeah, I got homies in cyber. I can help you out. Like I'll, I'll send like, I don't know shit about cyber, but I got homies that know shit about cyber and I'm going to send you to their, to their fucking page and they can give you some information. Like even if like, I don't know a lot of shit. I'm I'm like pretty pretty restricted in as far as like a lot of my knowledge, but like that's where the networking comes in. That where's that's where the community comes in. Like if someone's got question about wind turbines and they're asking disgruntled docs, he's sending them my way. If I got someone in my DMs asking me about going to be a fucking uh paramedic when they get out or some shit like that like i'm sending them over to 18 disaster or fucking disgruntled docs or lance court like there's if i don't know the answer or if someone else doesn't know the answer like it's such a big wide community that we either we know someone or we know someone that knows someone yeah exactly or like we can we're gonna be able to figure it out we really so kind of like, know like somebody for anything at this point yeah really like with once again, going back to like with how big the community yeah. has kind of like blown up in the last year or two, like how many people have started pages, how many like communities have been like kind of more like represented, repre represented, uh, I can talk, rep represented <laughs> on fucking social media, like niche communities, like fucking like <laughs> medical fucking drill sergeants, like fucking like anything there's yeah, there's dude. there's that like representation for almost every part of our community and then there's like so many people like me that have just got out like we still enjoy the humor and everything but we kind of have a lot of that insight into you know using your gi bill going to and do a job interview trying to figure out uh navigating like looking for a new career stuff like that so it's it's like if you're if you're trying to fucking set up a game plan, there's people out here that are ready to help you figure shit out. Yeah. That have dude. the tools already. Yeah, man. And there's a whole even like uh when you think about like firefighters or cops or paramedics, there's a whole community just that they have too, dude. On Instagram. Oh yeah. What's it? Yeah, fucking, not even just uh... them, like, dude, it's like it's like everyone nowadays. Yeah, it's like, dude, it really is. You can, find, you can find meme pages for your home city. You can find meme pages for like underwater basket weavers you can find meme pages for like your fucking for coffee drinkers you, dude there's meme pages for like everything, everything dude just and the meme pages are just like kind of like what you do like or i guess you're like a meme page but i, I guess kind of like unit specific type stuff like yeah. there's there's like subreddits for like major companies there's fucking subreddits for like there's so many different pockets of the internet 
where it's like don't feel overwhelmed by like what you want to do and like the the path it's going to take to get there because there's it's for all the the issues that social media and the internet has caused like one of the great things about it is the accessibility of finding people that are where you want to be in life and being able to pick their brains whether they live halfway across the country or they're like i don't know living halfway across the fucking world and all that's like it's insane the reach bro it really is it really fucking is and it's it's especially i think it's especially cool with our community where like you were saying dudes will fucking drive four hours to go help out someone that they've never met in their life where oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not like everyone's like that but you can find like that's not uh an abstract uh situation like when shit's going down it's like people figure out in our community how to what we need to do and we we get it handled and it's not even hard to like you don't even need to like like even though we know a lot of people we can still just be like even if we don't know somebody for something we can just be like hey who does this and put it up on the story and then like six people will swipe up and be like oh i'd do that yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's it's one way or another we're gonna figure shit out like i mean still like what i do i'm i'm making jokes i'm making fucking cartoons i'm making funny music like the whole point of the page is to like entertain people and everything but like and you see that with other people too like like people don't start a meme page thinking i'm gonna be networking people oh, I'm yeah. gonna be people out like i'm just i'm just out here cracking weird jokes and shit but right. <laughs> you see it with almost like almost every fucking other page like admin or uh personality on the fucking internet like that you talk to in our community it's like like people are pretty solid maybe people are a little bit rough around the edges for certain people maybe people have their little fucking internet drama this and that but most people are just like if some shit's fucked how can i help like we kind of all have that mentality maybe we have disagreements on you know certain shit or whatever but like i said when the chips are down most of the people in the community are like okay i might have 250 followers on my meme page but I'm going to tell these 250 motherfuckers what the fuck is up. And the 60 motherfuckers that actually see my shit are going to get to fucking work. And oh, yeah. then the maybe one of those 60 motherfuckers is a page with like a thousand and they're going to see what's up. And it's it's going to daisy chain until shit's taken care of. Dude, we saw that so much with Afghan too, like uh, with Killzone, like getting dudes like pulled out of like these crowds working with yeah. the uh, the Marines on the ground, and they fucking, everybody fucking got connected in because of fucking these pages we all followed. And then we all just shotgunned all this shit out to fucking, you know, hey, if you know information about this, fucking contact this dude or fucking that guy. And fucking, it, it literally had, like, life-altering, like, um, impacts, dude. Like, who knows how many people really got pulled out that way. Yeah, it's 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 just another crazy example of like how how wild and how far beyond what a lot of us I think imagined all this stuff was capable oh, of yeah. being when we started. Dude, I started this page as a joke. I thought it would have like maybe fifty followers at most. 
Yeah, exactly, dude. I'm like, I didn't, I was never uh, into art before I started. Uh, I, I like, I did some like writing and recording of like music just in my like apartment and shit, like just for myself. Like, I never imagined like I'd release some shit on fucking Spotify or anything. Oh, yeah. I never fucking th- thought I was going to be out here making YouTube videos. Like, I literally thought I was just going to make a couple fucking memes and that was going to be it. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. And too. here we are. Yeah, Here we're we sitting are. on a podcast. I never, if if you would have, if somebody would have shown me like a <laughs> glimpse of my future from where I was when I started this page and like fucking the end of Oki, I literally would look at you like you were fucking insane. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, dude. Some of the, some of the, the places that this has taken, taken me is, it's just like. Like after the fucking AAV sunk last year, and like we raised a bunch of money on the GoFundmes for the families, and then like, and then I was like, you know what? Like, like when I was in the Marine Corps, I lost one of my homies, and uh, it was, it was, it was really fucking rough. It was, it was fucking, it's probably the worst day of my fucking life. And so I was just like thinking about like, okay, we're supporting the families, but I was like, dude, these guys at this unit, they just lost like a bunch of their fucking homies, like this sucks for the families this this sucks for like so many people but i'm like like we got to do something for these guys like that especially that they're about to go out and do their fucking mew like so i was like hey i'm not really a big fan of like trying to be like hey give me money but here's what i want to do here's a gofundme if y'all want to help me put together some care packages for these fucking dudes like that would be pretty sweet and dude, people went fucking bonkers with this shit. Like I was, they raised like thousands of dollars for me to send these guys tons of cool stuff. Like Black Rifle Coffee sent me like hundreds of dollars of free coffee. Cleared Hot sent me like this big box full of flags. Fucking Blue Falcon Awards sent me shit for free. Like people were donating tons of money. And it was That's like, insane. dude, I was, dude, I was like, I walked into Best Buy and I, I was just like, I want every single fucking Bluetooth speaker, y'all. Like every personal Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. Like I want all of them. Give me, give me all of that shit. Like yeah, they probably looked at you in, like you were crazy. Yeah, dude. It was, dude, I had so much fucking fun. I dropped like a grand in Costco buying like fucking snacks and hard drives <laughs> and shit. Like I went to this discount cigarette store and bought like cartons and cartons of fucking cigarettes. And then like as I'm, it was like a drive-through thing. And like as I'm leaving, I was like, I told the guy, I was like, oh, I'll see you next week. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. I dude, I had so much fun. I felt like I was on one of those like reality TV like shopping shows where I'm just strolling around town, like dropping hundreds and thousands of dollars here to these places, like buying all this shit for the guys and then getting to send that all out to them and seeing like all the different guys get all that. It was it was really cool to get to Yeah, be a part seeing of, the like, smiles on their faces and the pics and shit, dude, that must have been fucking awesome. Because that all, like, that whole, like, thing started with you, like, just putting out there. They're like, hey, would you guys donate to a GoFundMe? And then it just blew up into something, like, huge. Yeah, dude, I had, I had like, boxes, like, stacked up to my fucking kitchen counter, like, all in my living room at my apartment, like... I had so much shit. It was I was like in disbelief of like how much money like people gave me to to send them cool shit. I was I was blown away by it. Yeah, dude, and that's shit they'll remember forever too. Dude, like, that shit I'm gonna remember forever, oh, dude. Yeah, that was yeah. to be a part of that, dude. Like <laughs> for the for the community to like after they had like after people had raised so much money for the the families of people that 
for the Marines that died in the AAV incident, like after all that to then be be like, yeah, we want to give more money to like this thing. It was like it just like I said, it just blew me away to even get to to be a part of all that and like get to put like get to go shopping and be like, okay, I, I was on a Mew. I know like what kind of shit people are gonna like want to use on a fucking Mew and like. I just get to spend ridiculous amounts of money on these fucking dudes who deserved it. It was, it was really fucking cool for me too. Yeah. It's always fucking cool, dude. Fucking being able to uh, help out the boys. It's always like a super, super cool feeling, man. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of like, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities, like, especially once a page gets pretty big where you can like kind of capitalize on shit, but I don't know. It's like, it's, it's always, way cooler i feel like to like when i run a tournament and like we do sponsorships and stuff and i like we raise thousands of dollars for like hunter seven or like pb abate or these other groups and you're like you get to see, and then if you follow them and see the really cool stuff they do for the community and you just like oh, i got to help be like a part of helping them do the really dope stuff that they do like it's it's really awesome to to see all the cool stuff that you can even just be a part of yeah, dude, and it's like we're we're just sitting here on our phones. Yeah, it, it's not even doing anything real. crazy. We're just on for our real. phones. But yeah, yeah it's just all this change that you can bring about. And I was gonna ask you about that too. We were talking about the competition a little bit, like with the hardest party in competition. Just fucking, what? Where'd you have the idea for that? And then you also did uh, the like best chain of command too, um. And the and the worst one too. So like doing all those like competent like where'd you get the ideas for all those? So back in so I started my page in the winter of 2019, and then uh, obviously March of 2020, COVID fucking rolls around and fucks everything up for everybody. And so uh, another SF meme page, the guy he's a Green Brain meme page. Yeah, I know. Who he he is. started a. Uh, like meme March Madness tournament bracket back in oh, 2020 is kind of yeah so he like he he did the first one back then and it was dude it was so much fucking fun I think the I think the first one might have been like the most fun were you guys maybe just it's just nostalgic dude we were just roasting the fucking tits off of each other <laughs> like hilarious. nonstop like <laughs> dude we were making like we were shit posting like nonstop just roasting the absolute fuck out of everyone and. It was it was free for all, just like madness. We were having a great old fucking time. Like, it was great. But yeah, so we I, it it was a big success. We had a lot of fun with it. And then, um, like I said, it was March during the lockdown. Like, and I was just trying to come up with like, okay, all these guys are stuck in the fucking barracks, like bored as fuck. What can I do to entertain them other than just posting memes? And I came up with the the hardest partying tournament. So we actually, the first time I did it, we did a hardest partying base in the Marine Corps first. And obviously 29 Palms took that shit. Fucking all of 7th Reg just went wild with it. And I was still pretty small at that point. I was, I wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like I was a big page or anything. So I didn't get a whole lot of submissions. It wasn't a really big thing. But uh, after we did that, um, Mission Essential Gear had sponsored that tournament. And he was talking to 
one of the like some customer service rep or like marketing rep for uh natty light the beer and they were like basically they were like we can't officially sponsor anything but like we'll send some fucking swag like some t-shirts some koozies and shit like that to like to to you and you can send it to whoever wins like your next tournament so i was like okay this is cool as fuck we got a beer company to sponsor us but we just completed our tournament so i gotta come up with like a new party tournament so i was like okay we'll just do the hardest partying unit and then that one was like that one blew up way bigger because i don't know people take more in their unit than they take in their base evidently but it blew (laughs) up super big and then last year's final like it, it ended with basically like three five and one seven were in the finals and they both had like battalion size barracks parties the night of the the final and (laughs) they were just sending in both they were all like i was getting so many videos that night like dude i was i was at an airbnb with this chick and like she was like getting angry because i wasn't paying attention to her because i was just like my phone was fucking blowing up like crazy like both of the fucking battalions were sending shit in just constantly um and then uh i the i guess the fifth reg exo and like some of the leadership got yeah, really bothered about, about some of the stuff that got posted and so they were trying to like go after marines and shit and so then i was kind of like rolled right into roasting the fucking exo and some of the people over there and then they were talking about all the fuck shit the fifth reg command was doing and i was like you know what fuck this we're just gonna do worst chain of command tournament and then like that one just Oh, I was not ready for how off the rails that one was going to get where it went to like, I think I had like 64 fucking units to start off. Like everyone submitted their fucking unit for that shit. Everyone had some, some dirty laundry to air out. Isn't that sad though? And then, oh uh, yeah. That's I kinda, mean, and that's, that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad, but it's also like when you, I found like when I opened up the forum to be like, give me your complaints it kind of gave me some perspective on why some of the people that have been in for so long are kind of jaded and like, like, I guess not super sympathetic to if you actually have problems because you get some people complaining about some really dumb shit. You get some just bitch made people that cry about like regular ass shit and you're like, Oh, okay. Like some of you have real problems. Some of you guys, just want to cry about like, like you just shouldn't you have joined the Marine Corps. Yeah, you got asked to you do just, your job. <laughs> yeah, like Marines, fucking. I mean, I loved it when I was when I was in two. Marines love to complain. Like we, it's what we do. You could give us a fucking uh, a filet mignon and a blowjob, and we would find a way to complain about it. But <laughs> like, it it it's kind of indicative of okay. There's 64 units submitting shit, but I'll at the same time like. Some of these dudes are crying that their fucking squad leader made them do push-ups because they fucked up whatever this and that. Like, okay, whatever. You're going to complain about that. Like, but then some units had some real fucking egregious shit going on. So, yeah, dude. We did that. And then, I mean, it was kind of like, obviously, it's pretty depressing. Like, reading some of the stuff that was going on was really fucking depressing. Like, some of the people that would request to go to mental health and they would just get kicked out. Some of this shit that was going on with like sexual assault, some of the stuff like that. It was, it was really fucking depressing. And so I was like, fuck, this just fucking sucks. And so 
then I was like, okay, we don't want to just be all negative and shit. We got to kind of do some positive stuff. So then I did the the best chain of command, which obviously people people love to complain, but they're not too quick to go jerk off their fucking leadership or whatever. So it wasn't it wasn't quite as big as some of the other tournaments were, but people still did have a lot of fun with with getting to root on their their leadership and chain of, or even just like I got a really solid corporal in my fucking squad that I I appreciate like. And he, I'll rep my fucking unit for for Corporal so and so because he's a good ass fucking NCO. Dude, so, I so thought did that. Yeah, when I did, uh, when I started the whole like best champion or best leader in three six thing, I honestly didn't think like anyone would fuck with it. I didn't think anybody was gonna submit anyone. I I thought like it was gonna completely backfire. Link and I one hundred percent like counted on it. Like I didn't even think we'd really do it, and. Like, dude, it kind of surprised me, the response, dude. People actually sent in, like, a fuck ton of names and, like, writing all this shit about them, too. It kind of gave me a little bit of hope. I was like, oh, that's kind of fucking refreshing, honestly. And, like, yeah, hearing, I mean, like, like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's... People love to get the fucking... The tea. People love the drama. People love to read the fuck shit. But, like, getting to see the positive stuff, it's... It's not maybe as fucking enticing or whatever as juicy as the fucking drama or whatever but it's it's really good to fucking see all the positive stuff that people are willing to to write in about like different like ncos staff ncos officers that like go above and beyond for their dudes it's it's really uplifting to get to see yeah and dude it's like it's cool to see like good leaders like getting you know the recognition because Oftentimes you see like everybody's quick, like you said, to complain and want to like rag on people and shit. But like nobody really ever like stops to like be like, hey, this guy's a really good guy. You know, yeah, you should tell him that. Yeah, I mean, especially as dudes, too. Like, I mean, it's pretty male dominated work environment. And like, how often are we like? Yeah, it's a good fucking dude. Like, no, nah, we love to fucking. I mean, even the dudes we fucking love, we love to like roast each other and everything. Oh, yeah, but dude. it's it's important to kind of you know, when some dudes out there killing it, you gotta fucking give them a pat on the back. Be like, yeah, you're seen, bud. Like, you're you're out there doing good shit, and we we notice it. Yeah, man. Because I remember there were times where I'd be think like I'd get a text message, and you know, like, fucking. We'd planned on doing something heinous, but like somebody got you fucking out of it or something, you'd just be like, oh, "Thank God for that person," you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool, man. What what happened when uh, you did worst chain of command? Fucking, how many? So you said you had like sixty four units, right, for worst? Yeah, I think I think so. It might have been thirty-two. I think there's sixty-four or thirty-two, but I think it was sixty-four. I'm trying to remember, but that is heinous, dude. Yeah, I mean, every, everyone. If if you open up the forum for complaints, dude, everyone, everyone. If you if you open up the forum for complaints, the fucking the girl that got divorced from a guy two years ago has a complaint about that unit. <laughs> like, dude, everyone's got a complaint. Yeah, dude. so I mean, I was... it's to be expected, I suppose. Like everyone wants uh, to be heard about whatever they're whatever fuck shit they're dealing with yeah dude i honestly i feel like after you did do that competition i feel like there was almost like a shift dudes kind of realized they're like okay if we're absolute if we're like an absolute fucking just menace to our marines they're gonna eventually call us out on something and i feel like some shit's honestly 
kind of like toned down as like as pages have gotten bigger and bigger yeah i mean i don't want to like i wouldn't want to like say like oh i'm responsible for this big shift in the marine corps or anything like that well but no but i, I mean like right, like it, like by and large like seeing like as commands kind of come to the realization that you can't really get away with a lot of the shit that they used to because people can anonymously report shit to meme pages like okay maybe you're going to report shit to the ig and the ig is going to be like oh hey lance corporal go kick fucking rocks you're a little bitch but fucking meme page admins and investigative reporters and shit like that they're going to be willing to be like oh let's look into this let's let's see what we can do about this shit and then once it goes to like getting posted all over fucking instagram all over uh military news publications shit like that like the genie's out of the bottle and yeah. so they got to be they got to be careful before it's like uh like lieutenant colonel sachetti or however you say his name like dude the dude showed up to i think third reg and dude like all the marines were up in my dms like this fucking asshole he just showed up to our unit like they are like he's, he's got a reputation now like dudes dudes already know like oh this dude's like has no respect the second he gets into the fucking door at the unit because they know he was being a bitch at fifth reg just because of whatever happened uh with the the hardest partying tournament back in 2020 like they realize like oh i can't just be a fucking douchebag uncontested anymore i almost wonder like when people see like shit being called out and put out there if they like take a step back and they're like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Like, why is this such I mean, a like, like I said, in a lot of in a lot of cases, what I've seen is it's like a like a reflex, like a quick reaction where a lot of these guys, especially like the sergeant majors, the first sergeants, the like lieutenant colonels, they like they're not used to someone like challenging their authority. And they're so used to like being able to push everyone in their path over that they're like I'm going to double down and it just makes like, it just makes everything worse for them. And then once the, the kind of like situation gets even worse for them, they realize like, Oh, I laid my whole hand down and I ain't got shit. Like I'm in trouble now. Yeah. But it's for me, it's almost like, 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 do they not just like take a step back sometimes and see like, okay, everyone around me is miserable because decisions I am making, <laughs> like, like I don't get where people can have a leadership style like that and think it's okay and just like not care that they're fucking that like they're completely hated. I mean, you got to look at what kind of people are willing to stay in and put up with the the bullshit and like years and years and years of bullshit, like. I mean, they get to that point where they're a fucking master guns or a star major or a lieutenant colonel that's super calloused and everything. But you got to realize at one point they were PFC. They dealt with bullshit. They were fucking Lance that dealt with bullshit. They were corporal that dealt with bullshit. Then they were a sergeant that dealt with bullshit. So it's like 20 years of bullshit along with like you and I kind of talked about earlier, like getting complaints about dumb shit all the time from Marines that aren't really valid or whatever like all that kind of accumulates and you see i mean you kind of see it with a lot of these these people where it's like 
you put them next to someone that's the same age that went to college and got a civilian job and it's like they're almost not a human being in some senses <laughs> like some of them some of them maintain like they keep a hold of everything they kind of don't let a lot of the the shit get to them but some of them it's like some of the ones and it's usually the ones that are the the worst offenders as far as like how they treat their guys and girls it's like they're almost like some weird type of fucking robot that's just in like automatic fucking sociopath mode where they're not really like a human with a personality if that makes sense that's kind of like what i was getting at it's it's weird too because you know i heard it from uh one of my friends actually he was talking about his he was talking to his employer because you know, obviously on the background, or not the background search, the uh, fucking job application he had to put, he was a veteran and shit, and um, he was kind of talking to him, he's like, oh yeah, like, uh, I like hiring you younger uh, vets, like, the, some of these older dudes feel all fucking entitled and shit, and, oh um, yeah. yeah, 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 dude, my, my last job, I got hired on with a fucking 22-year retired Air Force guy, and they fucking, after a couple of months, they fired that dude because he was just like entitled as fuck, lazy as shit, thought the world revolved around him. Like, yeah. like they, those guys have the worst time trying to get out and, and assimilate because it's like not, not only did they spend their, you know, first four years of their adult life in the military world, they spent their entire adult life in there for like a decade or two. And not only was that like it like that, but like then they got used to being in charge in that world and having people bend over backwards for any type of dumb shit that they came up with. And then having to adjust from being like being able to fucking just make people do shit out on a whim for your own, you know, ideas or personal like ideologies or or whatever you fucking come up with today. Trying to go from that to having to like conform to a civilian job it's like almost impossible and just yeah. just going back to like how how fucking how dudes end up like that i mean the years and years of fucking bullshit it's almost like looking at someone that's dealing with with like a drug addiction or something like that and they like or some some type of like really really tough struggle and it's like some people like you see the guys that make it to 20 24 years and they're like still you know, have it all together. They're they're personable people and everything. Like some people can take all that sort of adversity and that constant just fucking like grind, and they it just makes them stronger. And some of them it kind of breaks them and it just turns them into that fucking sociopath ass motherfucking robot. Yeah, because there's definitely like there's definitely like good dudes that you know kind of did their time and. You know, might have done like oh, absolutely, 20 yeah. Fucking... Some of them are just fucking built for it. Yeah, and some like, of them. Yeah. Thank God for those dudes. Thank fucking God for those dudes that are like, like some of the some of the guys that I know that stayed in. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you put up with this shit and you keep it like, you keep you keep putting up you don't with let it. it like, change not only do you, you, yeah, you don't let it change you. You yeah. stay real to like, you take care of your fucking Marines. You fucking try and make shit better, like. Thank God for those dudes. Those those dudes, uh, they all need a fucking they need that aforementioned filet mignon and a blowjob. And it's kind of crazy how hard dudes will get like pushed out because 
I remember, dude, I'm not lying. Like, I went back and forth on staying in, and fucking, it's, it's just almost, because everybody's like, oh, be the change you want to be, and fucking, the thing is, though, is that it's almost to a point where it's like, you, you can try and do that, but all these people are going to be coming out the woodwork to, like, counteract all the shit you're doing, so in the end, it's kind of like, you're just, you know, you're making yeah, shit better and- for, like, your guys, and that's it. Yeah, you're going to have, I mean, yeah, you can have an impact at a certain level, but to really change things up, it's going to take more than one person. Yeah. And not only is it going to take more than one person, but really to like get up to the echelons where you're going to change things maybe for an entire fucking battalion, you're going to change things for an MOS, you're going to change things for a, a fucking branch. You're going to need multiple people and you're going to need time. Like the path to get up there is not like you don't make it to the top by by being the guy that's making change to help out people on the bottom. You get to the top by being a yes man. You get to the top by uh brown nosing. Like there's not all like I mean you see like battalion sergeant majors who they're just some fucking gangster ass dudes that are for the boys. How many fucking sergeant majors of the Marine Corps or fucking generals or fucking like how many people that get way up there that have some real fucking pull that you're like, man, that guy is the fucking man, you know, it's like all those dudes are like, oh, that dude was a he was a cocksucker when he was a fucking company commander. He was a cocksucker when he was a BC. He was a cocksucker when he was a battalion sergeant major. And like, that's why he got to where he is because he said yes to, to his boss until he got his boss's job. And I almost wanted to mention too, because I almost feel like, like at the very top, like you see these BCs, these sergeant majors and like first sergeants and shit. And you know, some of them might be cool and shit, you know, they might be for the boys, but it's almost like, like they're in, like their jobs naturally take them away from where everybody's at, like the day to day. Yeah. And then they're they might be pushing out, hey, this needs to get done, but then it turns into their interpretation of, or to to the people they're giving out these tasks to, their interpretation of how this task needs to get done needs to be done in the most nut ass way possible. That's gonna piss everyone off, or you know, it it just starts to yeah. become this like disconnect. Yeah, they're they're separated from the reality of like what what's actually happening day to day, and they don't understand like yeah, they're pushing out some fucking some type of instruction that makes no fucking sense, and you're not allowed like. And then you have maybe you have a cool ass BC that's like pushing some dumb shit out, and he doesn't have a fucking company commander that has the fucking balls to be like, hey sir, this doesn't make fucking sense. He's just got some fucking yes man company commander that's like, we were going to do what the BC says. And then the fucking troops are all like, this is fucking dumb as shit, dude. And he's like, no, shut the fuck up and do what you're told. So it's like, even if you get that high up fucking cool BC and Sergeant Major, you also got to have people in between the chain of command that are willing to fucking at least be honest with, with like what the reality of the situation is. And like sometimes... Maybe he's a good dude, but he just makes a bad call. And like, you're not just going to be like, oh, yes, the fucking BC can do no wrong. He's a fucking lieutenant colonel. So everything he does is right. You know what I almost think, too, is that because this happened to me one time and it kind of maybe think of how this shit could happen on like bigger scales. 
And so our platoon, like, they wanted us to clean our fucking gear, came back from the field, you know, the regular shit. But um, the power had been going off almost every fucking day. And they were count. We were all counting on it going off again, like that night, because we knew a storm was coming. And everybody was pissed off because all our gear obviously smells like shit. And when you get it wet, and then it's already cloudy, it's not gonna fucking dry. But you're gonna take all this wet ass gear that smells like shit, put it into a coffin locker, where it's just pulling up more water, and it's just fucking getting fucking raunchy and smelly and then your room smells like shit and then there's no power and you're pissed off and angry and um so everybody was you know pissed off about this so i was like okay well has anyone tried asking them why the fuck we're doing this when all this shit's about to happen and everybody was like oh no i was like so i go and ask them i'm like and like i explained to them i'm like hey uh you know this is gonna happen tonight we think uh, it'd be better if we could do this another day. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean it had to happen the same day. Like, could happen tomorrow. Like, you guys don't need to be, you know, fucking miserable all night. And then I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, nobody thought the fucking... And it was like, it was like the whole platoon, just robot mode. Yes, okay, we're gonna do... We're gonna execute this exactly the way they said it. And then I come out, I'm like, hey, get all your shit away stop washing things we're you know we, they pushed it and then they're like oh thank god i'm like dude but like and then it makes me think at a bigger scale you know what if they give out you know this task and then they're like you know they have an idea of it how they're gonna do it in their head and then they assume that other people are gonna have that same idea but then they turn it into this nut-ass task you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse how they cultivate the mindset of just like, like you learn it in boot camp. Like someone in charge tells you what to do, and like you're not like you're doing it before you're even thinking about it. Like you kind of need that in certain areas, but they kind of it's kind of like a, a blanket policy almost that takes over, and it's like everyone is really good at doing what they're told, but it's almost counteractive at times. And there's almost no encouragement or instruction on like what the fuck, how the fuck to think critically, like how to be like, hold on a second. We have a, we can take a little tactical pause here and be like, this doesn't really make sense. And it may be the person passing this down, you know, doesn't understand some of the other factors at play here and why this doesn't make sense. Like, okay, maybe they do and they're just choosing this, but. Like the whole the whole idea of just being able to be critical with how you think before you just act is like it's not even a factor with a lot of a lot of leadership, with a lot of just regular fucking dudes and chicks in the military. Like and I think that's another big reason why when people get out, they struggle a lot. Like they're used to like when you're being told how to do and what to do everything, like you get told when to wake up, when to be at work, when to fucking cut your hair, when to, when to uh, when to eat, like you, you, they hold your hand for everything, yeah. for every little thing. And then you get out and it, you're like, how do I make a doctor's appointment? Uh, <laughs> how do I fucking dude? How do I, how do I find a dentist? Like, dude. Like, and you're like, I literally, I'm 21, 22, 25 years old. And 
I don't know how to fucking take care of myself because I've been having my hand held for four or eight years. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, and I don't like, not only do they not know what to do, they don't even know how to like go about like figuring out the situation themselves because they're used to just like, someone's going to tell me what to do. I just have to do what they tell me to do. So yeah. and it's. I mean, like, like you're saying, we need to fucking kind of cultivate that. Like, Hey, maybe, uh, kind of think for yourself a little bit and see if it's it's uh it can be used to like fix some of the dumb shit because yeah sometimes it's just a matter of like no one saying hey this is fucking dumb yeah absolutely man i i always talked about that how um dudes almost get turned into these like robots kind of not really but like in a in a way i mean yeah you just get your hand held for everything yeah, it's you, like yeah it sucks getting micromanaged but it's also really fucking easy yeah like it's 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 not fun but it's it's super easy to like have someone in charge of you telling you it's so easy to just do what you're told that's not that's not gonna set you up for success when you're getting out when when you need someone to like the corporal isn't getting out with you and he's not going to school and teaching you like how to fucking show up to class on time. Yeah. How to fucking, you know, take the time to study for your shit, how to fucking, how to figure out how to get health insurance. When I fucking got out, um, my parents, they were like, well, how long is your uh, health insurance going to last for? I was like, uh, arguably I never had it to begin with, but, um, you know, it's going to run out eventually. And, um, so they put me on their plan and I like, I go to like make a doctor's appointment the other day and I'm like, how the, f they're asking me for all this shit. I'm like the insurance, this, here's the ID. And they're asking me, they're like, they're like, Oh, uh, and I've got all these different cards and shit for the insurance. I'm like, which, which is fucking which dude? Like, why aren't these like clearly labeled? And then fucking, um. I got to ask them if they're in the network. I was like, what network? What, what fucking, what's a network? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's a fucking, it's a jungle out there and you get out there and you don't have Sergeant fucking holding your hand, telling you what to do, dude. It's, it can be fucking real intimidating really fast. That's yeah, why I dude. like, Making I mean, you can't, resume? you can't like, yeah, I mean, you can't train someone how to live their whole life. You can't train someone how to do like everything. Dude, even stuff as simple as like cooking for yourself like you have the chow hall for four years and then you get out and you're like bro i've never made a fucking meal other than MRE i mean i, I cook food in the barracks bro i was not eating that shit <laughs> i mean yeah some people some people you know they cook when they're in high school or whatever they get married and they cook at home but i mean there's there's plenty of dudes that four years all they do is eat chow hall and fucking eat out get dominoes or whatever so i, I mean i guess like you're not going to fucking teach someone how to do everything, especially, especially when they're in the military. Like you need them to be learning how to do their fucking job. You know, yeah, you're not yeah. here to like train fucking Lance corporals, how to cook and do all that sort of thing. But if you teach people how to think critically, if you teach people how to, uh, like find out, like basically how to like research and like how to seek out, the information that they need effectively they don't need to know 
everything that they need to know when they get out. They just need to know how they find the information, how they find the resources, how they have the mindset they need to have to to approach new scenarios. But we don't really do a good job of of imparting that on our guys. We're just like, do what the fuck you're told. Do it now. Don't think about it. Go. Yeah, because like once you kind of do that over and over again until like those last two months that you're getting out. And then it's not even like uh, like showing up to work anymore. It's, hey, do you have uh, this done for your checkout sheet? Do you have that? When's this appointment? When's that? And that's it. Like you're kind of like on your own at that point. Like you're kind of figuring out your shit. They're starting to take you off rosters and shit. And then that's kind of yeah. like when the reality hits, you're like, okay, I need to uh, start to really plan for this. Yeah, it's, it's every step of the fucking way that they're like, you you don't need to you don't need to think at all for yourself you can just and i mean you can make it up to fucking you could almost make it up all the way the chain of command like that like i think that's i think watching some of the guys that i knew that stayed in it was like you could tell that they were dumb enough that <clears throat> dumb enough or lazy enough or whatever you want to call it that if they got out, they would probably be homeless within six months, if not sooner. But they're just smart enough to realize that. Like, they know that that's the reality. And so they're like, okay, maybe I'm not loving the Marine Corps, but I got a house. I got the barracks. I got food. I got health insurance. Uh, I got a regular paycheck. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do this for 20 years. Like, yeah, there's this is definitely- better than going home with yeah, there's there's definitely those dudes that do that. And I almost wish, because uh, I've started to see this more and more, and I've thought of this before myself. Um, I think Lieutenant Colonel Scheller actually talked about, th- about this too. Um, and it was about the promotion system and adding in a part where the feedback that you receive about um, from your Marines, from your, like, uh, from your, like, peers within the company staff, like, all that feedback should be, like, that should be part of getting promoted. Like, if you're an absolute piece of shit that everybody fucking hates, that should be something that, like, affects your fucking ability to pick up rank. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, people are going to say, like, oh, if I'm hard on my guys, they're going to fucking shit on me. Like, dude, I had fucking sergeants that I fucking, I... I would like this dude was like one of the most terrifying dudes I ever met in my life. This dude would like make you feel like the smallest, most insignificant piece of nothing in the entire universe when he would talk to you, but he knew his shit and he would, he would make sure that you knew your shit. Like there was not like, he wasn't compromising. He wasn't going to be nice, but he was making sure that you were ready to do your fucking job. Like he was tough on us, but like I, I guarantee you everyone in my platoon would have been like, yeah, that guy needs to be a staff sergeant for sure yeah there's a in- people might want to say like oh if you're gonna be hard like yeah maybe you're gonna have a bitch-ass motherfucker that's crying about him maybe you're gonna have two bitch-ass motherfuckers that are crying about it but most people that sign up and volunteer for that shit like they know what's what they know like yeah maybe i wish people were going easy on me all the time but i also didn't sign up for shit to be easy all the right. time right so. yeah if you're hard on your dudes and you're training them you're not letting them sit around play video games you know you're hard on them when you need to be hard on them that's not bad. That's being a leader. But, like, when we take that and then compare it to, like, dudes that just fucking 
for their own enjoyment or, you know, whatever their reason may be, just going around making everybody fucking miserable. That's like, that's the yeah. type of, that's the type of shit that it's like, dude, that's not. Yeah, there's no, there's no training value. You're yeah, just killing yeah. morale. You're not like, you're not like, it doesn't matter if they fucked up or not. Like, it doesn't matter if everything is going good. Like, they're just going to be out here playing stupid fucking games for no reason because. They don't want to go home to their fucking fat wife or whatever the yeah. fucking whatever their personal problems are like. Yeah, that shit's all fucking. That's why I think it's like an interesting concept. Uh, yeah, integrating I, that I, in. I, think so too. I mean, it's probably probably a bit more complex than it seems at like yeah. face value, and yeah. it would take a lot of implementation and all those sort of things. But yeah, I think I think especially with the. The commandant asking for what people want. Yeah, I saw that. Incentives to stay in. I mean, they're kind of late in the game. I feel like with a lot of a lot of good people that have gotten out. Like, yeah, not I even saying myself. Like, I know, I just know a lot of really solid people that I'm like, oh yeah, myself too. Uh, y'all, y'all wanted them to stick around, and they're like, it's too late to be getting them now. But yeah, because now they're out fucking contracting, or they're out fucking in college or getting ready to finish college and they're about they to be making the six Air figures. Oh, well, I don't know. I was going to say some dudes or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just said, fucking some dudes fucking lap move to a different branch. You know how yeah, many I mean, fucking Marines are in the army, dude? Dude, it's like a fucking infestation right yeah, it's now. Like, it's like, it's like a the big army are like, yeah, and, it's like all the fucking army. It's like a joke at this point. How many there are. Yeah, dude, I interviewed someone that's in the National Guard, and he said, dude, like, the, the amount of Marines that are in our unit, it's, like, kind of crazy. There's, like, a lot of dudes that are Marines. And, and it's, like, it, it makes you wonder. It's, like, why are we losing so many dudes to the fucking to the Army? Or why are we losing so many dudes when we get out? And they want to say all these reasons except, you know, the actual fucking reason. It's that, that this shit is making dudes so miserable that they'd rather get out and do anything else than stay in. And that's that's fucked up, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, the Marine Corps is really good at selling its image of, like, the finest fighting force on the planet and this sort of stuff. But it's like, okay, since 2011 or 12, almost a dec, basically a decade now, people have been... I mean, and even before that, this, they've had their own issues. But really, the last decade... A lot of like people are still joining the Marine Corps right now that think they're going to Afghanistan. Like, yeah, people people join them. People don't join the Marine Corps for like. I mean, some people join the Marine Corps for college. Some people join the Marine Corps for this or that. But most people that join the Marine Corps as combat support, as infantry, as whatever, like people that are out in the field. Most of those people are sold on the the idea that you're going to go to war, you're going to go fucking slay bodies, this and that sort of thing. And then this last decade, they've been finding out, oh, that is not going to happen for me in the Marine Corps. Like, if I want to go do that, I better go get some fucking big balls and go, you know, either go like special forces or fucking rangers or maybe like get lucky and go fucking marsoc or something like that but for the most part like just reg regular 0311s fucking tank crewmen's rip to those guys uh like regular fucking gen pop i guess you want to call it like 
they're not getting what they wanted out of the 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 Marine Corps, and maybe they're like, okay, well, military life isn't that bad, but looking across the fucking pond, seeing what the the Air Force or the Navy or the Army can offer, it's like they're offering the same shit, but the people don't get treated as shitty as they do over here. Like, oh, they have better gear, things are more chill, they're getting like pretty much the same fucking pay, maybe better promotions. Like it just, the grass is greener over there. So if I'm going to stay in for 20 years, like may as well do it where I don't fucking hate my life. Yeah, dude. And I, I always, I've been noticing on, um, on like TikTok and shit. Like there's a lot of, uh, leaders in the army that actually started up these TikToks, and they're just talking about leadership. They're talking about like, like, you know, whatever fucking subject it is, like, almost these, like, little mini fucking podcasts that are, like, a minute or two fucking long. But it's, like, like they, they started to really get, like, a following with these pages, dude. And and they're, like, influencing a lot of these dudes. And, you know, obviously the Army probably has its shitty leaders and it's got its good leaders, just like fucking anybody. And I've heard both fucking stories from, from dudes that have gone over to the Army that they love it or they hate it or it's not as bad, or it's, you know, completely different, or whatever, whatever it might, might be, so, you know, obviously, it's, like, a base, um, a case-by-case kind of thing, but, but it makes you wonder, though, because, like, going through this shit, I don't see fucking a lot of Marine leaders talking on, um, on social media, the ones that I do see talking are dudes like fucking, what's that fucking nerd's name, um, something bull, Oh, sorry, Major Bull. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, like, dude, I've actually, like I've him, actually dude. like, I've actually talked to him a little bit. I, dude, I, so he's like, <laughs> this guy. Um, so obviously, like, he's 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 got his fucking pretty cringy, cringy stuff that he posts, and sometimes it's it's so over the fucking top. Where I'm like, come on, dude. But like when he first got like kind of blew up. Uh, people were asking him about uh, like the military meme pages on his story, and he was like fucking screaming about how we're all fucking pieces of. Uh, he didn't call us pieces of shit. He called. It, he was like saying we set a really bad example and this and that. But he was like real fucking fired up about it. So I just like sent him a DM like, "Hey, what's up?" Like most of us, we're just trying to entertain the dudes. Some of us are trying to put in work here and there. Like. Yeah, maybe some of us have a fucking little bit of a bad taste in our mouth or this and that, but like at the end of the day, maybe we're just like we're just being kind of like we're being comedic, but we're also being real. We're not trying to pretend like everything is all good because we're like living the Sergeant Major life type thing. Like I mean, it is what it is. There's some shit that fucking sucks and like most Marine Corps leadership isn't addressing it, so like we'll address it. And then he, him and I had a discussion. I actually, I've, I've talked to him on like a video chat a couple times where we kind of just like, I mean, he's, he's a fucking cringy dude at times. I go wild with it to where it's like, you know, there's stuff that he does that I think is a little bit over the top. And I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that I do that he's like, you should never do that type of thing. But I think at least he's kind of like, uh, I will say like, we're kind of different sides of the same coin where the intense like I said, there, but the execution isn't. Yeah. The, yeah, the intense there, like he's, he's at least like trying to, trying to be 
a positive influence as far as like you don't like you're saying you don't see marine corps leadership really getting out there trying to be like i'm doing this there or are that definitely to... there are definitely I mean, leaders that need to be doing it because i remember there were leaders that i had that were good dude and the, they were the type of leadership and i'm sure anybody in the marine corps you know as much as dis, as disgruntled as people like to act there were definitely at times leaders that you did have that that were good and that, that yeah had... i mean there are there are some too like i mean it, it's it's definitely not as as prevalent as like in the the army where you see like the 10th mountain star major out in the barracks like trying to fucking get the guys pumped up to have cool fucking personalized barracks rooms or like out in the field with them just fucking having a good old time but i mean like uh the i think constellation 138 is his page name or like yeah he's a first origin uh, i heard about him He's a he's a pretty good guy who's who's putting out good stuff like Killzone. The that fucking guy is he's he's always putting out really fucking yeah like gruff. If I, if everyone in the fucking Marine Corps could have that guy as their fucking battalion commander, what a fucking place we'd be in. And it's crazy too because it's simple. It's so it's like your phone, dude. It's right there, your phone. Yep. Like like a lot of these uh, a lot of these dudes won't take that like opportunity i guess or not even like not take it just like not want to explore that i guess in a way well yeah they want to make their they want to make their career they want to do what they got to do to make it to 20 but i mean i think it speaks a lot to how like it's rare when you see guys like constellation 138 or kill zone yeah or people like that who kind of go against the grain a little bit as far as like their their methods and like they're just they're just real about a lot of the shit. They're like they're, yeah, they're, they're like sensible with how they yeah, they're they're sensible. They they are clearly about the boys, they're about the community, they're not really like out here to get promoted. And you can see like how how intense people gravitate towards those type of people. And it's like if people would just realize that's the type of leadership that we're looking for, like not everyone's just a shitbag out here looking to skate. Some people want a real fucking leader. Some people, most yeah. people want a real fucking leader. And those are the type of people that like, I want to fucking like, what, what's he telling me to do? I'm going to go do it because I'd have complete trust and confidence in that guy. And you need that. Yeah. And even then, like, like I always notice too, when you have a platoon where your leadership is like solid, everybody gets along, everybody, you know, you might not enjoy like the day to day, but you at least are in an area where everybody kind of makes it easier, right? And then when you get when you do get handed out these tasks, these tasks that are like retarded at times, you're just a little bit more willing to do it just because that one guy that's a leader in your platoon. Absolutely. Is, yeah, like if you're yeah. a squad leader, like say you really really like your squad leader and fucking yeah, you, you he's asking for volunteers to go do some nut ass task. There were times I threw my hand up that I want to go do that shit. Absolutely not. But I love my squad leader. And I was like, dude, and I was like, yeah. all right, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll go. I'll take the L, but, you know, at least I'll be with you and fucking, you know, with the boys. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and then it's like, and then when you get to a fucking platoon where the fucking, this, the leadership is ass and some guys out, out there, like, who no one likes no one respects and he's asking for volunteers that one's like yeah you can go fuck yourself go yeah, figure that shit out yeah. on your own we'll send you fucking private pile and a bag of baby dicks to figure that problem out <laughs> yeah dude shit like that dude 
it's fucking insane too and i don't know i think it's like just like going back to that fucking re using those like using the platforms that are here like i really think it'd be interesting to hear like the mindsets of some of these people i think even for them because it's like again talking about that disconnect like you gotta remember too at times like the dudes at the very top within, like, battalions and then going up, they're, like, a whole different generation from us. Like, the way they grew up and everything they, like, the Marine Corps they came into was, like, completely different from the shit that, like, that it is now. So they're, like, kind of set in their ways and just kind of, they're just used to, to different, I guess. And then yeah, I guess then, when you yeah. stay in over time, that kind of just compounds. And you you kind of forget, I guess, that, like, a lot of these dudes are coming in, doing their four, and getting out. So, like, their Marine Corps experience, or, like, anyone's given Marine Corps experience is pretty brief compared to some of these dudes at the top. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a big picture of stuff that they're dealing with where it's, like you're saying, it's, like, they grew up in a different Marine Corps, and by the time they're up there, I mean all their buddies are either out or maybe they're like a sergeant major or a fucking captain or something at a different unit or something like all their fucking boys throughout the years for the most part are like super spread out they're like you know every two or three years going to a new unit where like they don't know nobody and they're just doing the shit over and over and over again they're generationally different like we we're talking about and then like just the like just the job itself i mean certain parts about being a sergeant major are easy as fuck where you could just chill in your office and fucking drink coffee and shit but there's a lot of fucking really difficult shit that like i don't want to be a fucking battalion sergeant major coming up with like dealing with some of the shit that they have to deal with like it's also a fucking it's a it's 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 a challenging job in its own in its own way in its own respect yeah between the the unique challenges of that job where maybe maybe they don't have a good mentor or a good someone to like kind of give them like a roadmap of how the fuck to figure out how to be a battalion sergeant major or how to be a first sergeant or whatever coupled with you know they don't really have a good community all their buddies are out and spread along like the the country and all of that coupled with the generational differences, whether that's just society's generation generational differences from now and when they were born, couple that with the fucking Marine Corps generational differences, like there, yeah, there's just this huge, really big disconnect where it's almost like they're almost in a different fucking Marine Corps. Yeah, because it's like in a different look, like we're in a different military world, and then they're in a different like staff NCO officer world. Yeah been doing they've been through so many different iterations of the what the marine corps is at this like given moment yeah and it, it's it's insane because their their group of friends kind of it, it doesn't become like the lances the corporals the sergeant it becomes the the gunnies the master sergeants the first sergeants the fucking you know whatever other fucking rank is up in the company off and it stops being like at that lower level and i think that's really where that fucking disconnect starts to happen because fucking it's just like you're not around to see what you know the average lances do you check in on them once a week for field day hey how's it going yeah. i yeah, really know my marines yeah 
Although I don't know if you've ever experienced this where like we for a while we did have a battalion star major who he was just like he was just walking down to to the ramp where the tracks were at like all the fucking time and he would just like okay this platoon's out here doing maintenance I'm just gonna sit down on this track and have a conversation with the crew for like half an hour or whatever and like that dude was real as shit yeah he we had like, a sergeant major he, like that like when you when you find a guy who like makes that time to come and bullshit with like the PFCs the fucking lance corporals like those guys are usually the guys that get it because they're willing to to put in the extra like dude we had a guy who got kicked out for smoking spice and like our fucking sergeant major would like stay late while he this guy was on edp and like help him figure out like his plane ticket back home when after he got admin set like like he would go above and beyond for like even the, the dudes getting kicked out so it was like you see some of the some of the guys who yeah. i don't know they're just willing to to put in that extra mile like and literally the entire fucking battalion like if that guy is like we need to do some dumb shit yeah the battalion's like yeah, we're going to do some dumb shit for this motherfucker. We love this bitch. Yeah. Dude, I got two stories of, like, dope shit like that. We had a sergeant major back in, like, 2019 time frame. And um, I remember uh, me and my buddies, we were all still, like, brand new dudes. So we were getting fucked with still. And, you know, it's part of it. It's whatever. Um, But I remember one weekend, or no, I think... I forget the exact like timing of it, but I remember hearing about how um, my buddy had been at the smoke pit with a couple other people and he fucking, they had to do like leading Marines and they were fucking, you know, trying to pound it out before the, uh, the end of the weekend. I think it was like Friday or something. They were just trying to get it out of the way. But um, uh, the Sergeant Major had come down to the smoke pit just to, you know, kind of shoot the shit and, you know, shake hands like he always did. And, um... He's like, oh, what are you guys up to? And he, they told him, they're like, oh, we're uh, we're doing leading Marines, our major. And he's like, what the fuck? It's Friday. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, our seniors told us we needed to get it done, so we're just doing it. And he's like, no, fuck that. And he's like, uh, and he like gave them their phone. He they he gave them his phone number, and he was like, if you're if you're seniors or anybody tries to make you do leading Marines on your weekend, fucking call me or text me. And they were like, oh, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure they still did it anyway, but fucking, <laughs> they were like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's like kind of crazy too, like, when when leaders do take that time to just go shoot the shit and not even be like judging or anything, just like, hey, what's up? What are you guys up to? Oh, that's gay. And then fuck, you know, just like joking with them a little yeah. bit. Like, dudes will yeah. fucking... You know, afterwards you'll be like, oh, you know, I remember when our first sergeant used to do that or when our fucking uh, CO at the time used to do that. Um, you know, we thought it was cool. We were like, oh, shit, you know, because we, we liked them. And it was it was always obvious too. like when you, those leaders you did like were the ones that like you could talk to that you could, you know, that did fuck with you a little bit that did fucking, you know, they weren't fucking just toxic. <laughs> Yeah, and it didn't even have to, like, necessarily be like that they would come down and talk to you or whatever. Like, dude, my first first sergeant, this dude was, like, the best first sergeant you could ever ask for. This dude was fucking gangster as fuck. He was a fucking, he was a grunt with, like, two purple hearts, and, like, he was at a fucking tracks unit where shit was, tracks units are, like, boot camp 2.0. We'd be doing camis inspections every week and fucking, 
wall locker yeah, inspections see, and all this stupid. all this dumb stuff yeah but he was he he kept it fucking gangster he was like not here to fuck around and so like like i mean i'm some fucking boot ass pfc lance corporal like i'm never out here talking to fucking first sergeant about shit but like like even stuff as simple as like we got we got caught like underage drinking and like people got into fights and people had to go to the hospital and shit. So obviously like it came up that the command found out cause people are, you know, going to get x-rays and shit and people fucking on light duty cause they tore their fucking ACL wrestling drunk and everyone's underage. Like obviously we got a big fucking problem and he's just like, all right, good to go. Bring the whole fucking platoon into the fucking rec room. Like y'all know you fucked up, right? Yeah. Okay. So I know some of y'all have been in the fucking Marine Corps for like two seconds and like on paper, this is a fucking big violation because y'all are underage, this and that. But like what we're going to do is your NCOs are going to make you fucking hate your life for a little while. And in two weeks, we're not going to have any fucking problems. So I'm washing my hands of this. Y'all better not fuck around again and just like dip down. We're like. I don't know, just at a time when it was kind of like, it was like at that transition to where like the Marine Corps was really going big on the paperwork to have a first sergeant be like, okay, I know that a bunch of you, like I have like what I need, like I could burn all of you right now and I'm just going to like, we're going to handle this old school. Like even that type of thing is just like, it, it, you get a lot, like people will respect you a lot for giving them that opportunity, like for keeping, keeping it like, Okay, I understand I fucked up. I need to pay for what I did, right. but like you're not gonna you're not gonna end my you're fucking career. You're not gonna career ruin, actually. yeah. You're not gonna fucking ruin my entire Marine Corps career. Especially when you 18. could like super easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think some of the stuff that dudes get kicked out for, it's kind of like heinous. Like the whole like uh, zero tolerance with the drug thing. I feel like that should like obviously. I feel like it should be like a two strike thing. If you do it twice, then you're out because a lot of times, dude, and like all the dudes I've met that have gotten adcept for like drugs and other, you know, nut ass shit. And, you know, you ask them how long they were dealing with legal stuff and, you know, what they, you know, what their experience in the military was. And, you know, a lot of them end up really like regretting, you know, everything and like almost wanting to like redo it just to, you know, to have done it the right way at least. I remember talking yeah. to uh, one friend one time who was talking about something similar like that. Yeah, I think the the stuff with the hazing that they've been doing is just like it's it's so fucking dumb. Like I get the idea of like we don't want to go too far with some of this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like the the pendulum swung way too far in the other direction. It, it's to like where... there isn't even a like boundaries. <laughs> there isn't like I hate to use it's this. Like, Huh? It's like it's like everything is hazing now. Yeah, too. yeah, like, yeah. Like you know. said, it's like a pendulum, but it's like it's not going left to right. It's like just going everywhere. Well, I mean, like maybe like when they came out with like the the bans on hazing, like maybe like there was just a string of incidents. I don't know what spurred it, but I don't know if there was like a string of incidents where like the pendulum slung really far in one direction where people were getting like super fucked up or maybe there were deaths or something like, and they were like, okay, we need to turn dial this back. But they went way too far in the other direction with it to where it's like, now if you tell a fucking boot to shave their head for their first fucking deployment, now you're getting NJP'd for hazing or yeah, like, even though you, if you're fucking blood striping, which is like, I, I get it. Like, 
maybe maybe like in some situations like blood striping or getting pinned on like can cause injuries or this that but it's, it's like i don't know there's just some things about tradition where it's like it's like if people like no one's asking for you to stop blood striping no one is like this needs to stop where is that coming from like no one's saying like i don't like yeah it sucks to get fucking blood striped yeah it sucks to get pinned but like you don't want to like if, really if, if you're if you're like if your seniors all got it like you're like okay if i want to be the same as them like right. i want to do the same shit i want to like i want if i want to be a fucking nco i want if i want to feel like i rate i want to do the same shit that they did like i don't know it's just certain things about tradition where it's like they've the way that they they handle the punishment for some of this stuff it's just like i don't know it's, it's it feels like they've gone too far with it and like what are you gonna do like advocate for like it's it seems like almost like silly to be like on the the side of advocating for hazing like that sounds bad but when you understand it you're like a lot of the stuff that you're calling hazing it's really just savage tradition that we we join because of this type of shit like this type of shit is why we're like i want to join the fucking marine corps because these guys are fucking crazy i want to be a crazy savage motherfucker like these guys yeah and a lot of dudes too don't like take a step back to realize some like especially newer guys they don't take a step back to realize like why they're getting fucked up like they don't see the why to it they're just fucking they're like oh i hate this he's you know fucking me up and you know this is hazing blah 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 whatever or whatever you whatever way you resent them if you fucking go all out and you say I'm being hazed and shit like that but it's like a lot of the times like some of these dudes won't fucking realize that it's like dude like we're, we got to shape you into someone that can be capable of going to war if necessary yeah yeah that and and like i mean doing things the way we've always done them is is generally not a great fucking reason to continue doing things, but there's a line between just doing shit because this is the way it's always been done and tradition where it's like, I mean, like some of the stuff with tradition, it's like maybe there's not a practical, like, like a, like a tactical or a, a professional benefit to these types of things, but it's like, you understand why getting blood striped is a thing. You understand why having someone pin your ranks on to like, not only is it it tradition, but at, at this point too, it's almost like, it's almost like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I can't really speak for what it is currently, it's but like, like, it's like a rite of from, passage and just, yeah, it's a rite of passage. Like and now like, too. yes, it's a, it's a savage like way of congratulating each other. And then, like I said, I can't really speak for what what the situation is like now, but when when I was getting promoted to to corporal in like I think 2016, maybe it was 2000, yeah, I think it was 2016 that I picked up and like they had really started bringing the hammer down on hazing and stuff, and it was like, okay, now it's 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 almost a matter of like you're only getting blood striped if you're cool because you like people know you're not going to snitch. You're only getting pinned if people actually fucking respect you because they know you're not a fucking snitch bitch type thing. I don't know right. if that's the case now or whatever, but 
Yeah, I feel like almost it kind of is because you got to be careful because you know fucking you know if one of the one of the better dudes that's a junior guy you know it kind of puts in his work he's not a piece of shit you know does his thing you know you're you know you're getting to know him and shit too and you know the kind of person he is and if he can fucking not even really like take it but he's not gonna be you know a pussy about it. Yeah, and, and I think that's another thing that that young guys don't kind of recognize is like. Some of the the I guess response to shitty stuff like that or like hazing in general or just kind of the passage of rite of passage of being a boot, a lot of it is kind of people like your seniors, like your corporals, your sergeants, whatever, seeing how you handle stress. Just stress, adversity, yeah. that type of stuff. And then uh, if like if you do fuck up, like seeing how you own up to it, like when I was in uh, I was in Jordan doing a a training exercise out there where we basically like unloaded this big ass navy ship with all these vehicles, drove them like an hour inland to this base, then drove them back to the port, loaded them back on the boat, and headed out. It's like a month long training op. So <clears throat> we're out there. Uh, tracks guys we're just there to like unload the tracks off the fucking off the boat and then of course marine corps shit happens where they're like uh, i don't know if you've ever been on ship but they got like these big ass chains to chain down like humvees tracks tanks trucks ev like oh, everything yeah. chained down on ship these, these chains are big as fuck and uh so they're like Hey, we need uh we need people to take all these chains off all these vehicles. And dude, this fucking ship is huge. It's like a navy. It doesn't look like a navy ship. It's a big like cargo ship that the navy has that has like seven or eight or nine fucking floors of just Humvees, seven tons, LVSRs, RD pieces, tanks, tracks, fucking uh heavy equipment like forklifts and all this. Like dude, hundreds of fucking vehicles. And so there's like literally like 20 of us running around on ship in like 120 degree plus weather with our steel toes, coveralls, fucking gloves, Kevlar, like everything, just sweating it out fucking 13, 14 hours straight every day for like weeks, just taking chains off and putting chains back on when the vehicles are coming back on just straight fucking slaving out there. It sucked. Yeah, dude. So anyways, we're getting by by the end of like two weeks, we're getting pretty fucking belligerent doing this dumb shit that we definitely did not definitely were not like signed up to do, but we kind of got handed. And so we're like being belligerent, this and that. And uh we had we were wearing these like hard knuckle gloves that if you like punch the fucking if you like strike the side of a vehicle with it, you'll mark it up with like a black mark. Mm -hmm. So I was like we were like writing fucking dumb shit on the vehicles and kind of just like fucking around. And I wrote on the back of this Humvee, like big as fuck. I wrote yat yas, like the trackers thing and like, <laughs> didn't really think anything of it. <clears throat> so we, we finish up, uh, loading everything up onto the fucking, the ship. Everyone kind of gets off the boat. Finally, like getting ready to, to close everything up. Uh, we're doing our thing. And, uh, our fucking lieutenant comes like rushing off the fucking off the boat and he's like everyone get the fuck over here and he's like the fucking they had like a review party go through and like inspect everything to make sure everything was tied down correctly 
and they were going through with like a lieutenant colonel and they found the fucking big ass yat yes on the humvee and they're like okay obviously it's someone from tracks like obviously so like and so our lieutenant's like okay i'm not gonna ask you to like admit who it was in front of the whole platoon like just come to me in private but like the shit needs to get cleaned right now one of the sergeants is going to clean it so like we need to handle this and i was just like in front of the whole platoon i was like i'm not gonna even fucking lie like it was me sir like i'm like whatever i'm just gonna own up to it right in front of everyone else knowing that like okay i'm in trouble right now but like i just gotta go like i did it so i gotta go fucking handle my shit so and then like just just like i was a fucking super boot at that point and like after that happened and like we got it all handled uh like going back to the fucking hooch like a bunch of my corporals like pulled me aside and they were like okay you're a fucking idiot for doing that but like we just want to let you know like just seeing you like own up to that shit in front of everyone and not have to like do shit in private like just being honest about like what's what like we really respect you know how you handled that type of thing and it goes like it goes like that for like everything with how you handle like the dumb shit i mean and there's like like we've said there's a difference between tradition and doing things the way we've always done them there's a difference between like hazing and there's a difference between like going too far and there's a difference between like just stupid fuck fuck games that have no point but you kind of have to kind of have to like be objective and try and distinguish where the line is at and realize like you know some things are not fun some things are shitty but it's like they're for they're for a reason and the way that you're gonna handle it is 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 kind of like seeing the way that you handle it is almost part of it huh now you're gonna be getting the fucking messages you'll be like oh you're a fucking sellout you like the fucking marine corps i never fucking hated them. <laughs> yeah i never hated the marine corps i hated the dumb shit and the toxic shit within it that's what ultimately forced me out but fucking like the day-to-day job shit like i understood the purpose to it getting fucked up and you know at times hazed you know i understood the well I, at the time i didn't understood understand the purpose to it but reflecting back on it i like now i do and it's like like it's all kind of there for a reason but like you know talking about shit like like yeah going over the top like if i'm doing shit out in the fucking quad with fucking you know like buddy rushing or something and, you know, we're running dudes for hours and hours, and it's 100 degrees in the middle of July on Lejeune. Yeah, it's probably fucking stupid to go for that long, you know? Yeah, you just got to be able to, like, you got you to gotta be able it's, And, I mean, sometimes the, the line isn't super clear, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's a nuanced thing that you kind of have to... Uh, sometimes, sometimes stuff is just going to fucking suck, but... <clears throat> I mean, that's that's also kind of what you like. It's kind of what you signed up for, although you don't really get a great like understanding beforehand of like what the suck is going to be like. Yeah, the but, reality of it. Yeah, but at the same time, like. That that type of like, like you can't forge a person that's going to be prepared for war, that's going to be prepared to do your job under stress without some suffering right so you you, like there's no easy way to suffer you have to just you just have to fucking do it and so sometimes that's like doing field ops with minimal sleep and minimal food and 
like out in the rain. Sometimes that's fucking getting getting fucking the new guy treatment. Sometimes that's just fucking doing shit in fucking yeah. hundred degree weather. So it's like, but you know, and there is the line. Sometimes it's it's going over the line too. So I don't yeah. know. It's 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 a hard thing to like kind of distinguish because I remember like at times fucking um like just going out to ITX in July when our unit went back in like 2018 and being out and fucking the sun nonstop, you know, then that's kind of like, okay, you know, I got to adjust for that and shit. But it's like, it's crazy though. Like, cause it's just, there's so many different like things you can be exposed to, or I guess have to like deal with while you're in the Marine Corps. You never really know. Yeah. And you just have to like, is, is some of the, is, is there any type of like benefit to this? Is there any type of reason for this? Is there any type of uh like idea behind why we're doing what we're doing? Or is it just some fucking asshole that has uh personal problems that he's not willing to address type thing? I feel like whenever dudes have a why for what they're doing, especially when it's like a nut ass task that they don't want to do to begin with. There's a little more like, um, I guess patience for it or a little more yeah, tolerance. Yeah. yeah. And like also, I mean like to a degree, sometimes if like you're an instructor or you're leading some shit, like maybe you're not like really deep in the trenches with the dudes too, but like, I mean, to a degree and as it's allowable, like if you're going to demand some shit from your fucking from your fucking guys or girls like you got to be in there with it with doing it with them too oh yeah there's nothing worse or like i mean and it's it's also kind of subjective too like sometimes it's a matter of like okay maybe you fucking it's a part of being a new guy you already did your fucking time type thing like everything is it's its own like subjective type thing but I mean, it's like you, like, you know, when you know, like, there's always going to be like the one or two guys that complain about everything. There's always going to be the guys that are like, uh, having, having issues with no matter what you do, whether there's a purpose or not. But I think you can kind of, most people in, in, in like, uh, in a group will kind of get an understanding for, okay, this sucks, but there's a reason behind it or, okay, we're just doing dumb shit because we have a douchebag fucking staff sergeant type thing. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, that's a... That all kind of sums it up, honestly. Because it's it's really crazy, too, because sometimes you'll be doing shit for hours and hours and have no fucking clue why you're doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, fucking... um. Yeah, dude. Fuck, we've been talking for almost three hours now. <laughs> Holy shit, we out here doing some Joe Rogan shit. Yeah, dude, literally are, man. That's fucking crazy. Fucking, this is the longest one I've had, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It doesn't even feel like it either. We've just been sitting here shooting the shit. I know, we've been out here fucking vibing. What else? Like what else have we had? And we talked for like, what, like half an hour or something before, too? Dude, we talked for at least an hour before we even started recording. <laughs> dude yeah we've been yeah we've been talking for like over four hours now almost <laughs> together shit fuck what else, uh is there 
I mean, dude, I'm always down to come on and do fucking round two sometime. Like, yeah, man, that'd be good, dude. Good we could we could fucking I don't know, grab some other dude too, do like a group thing. I want to do some group way. Yeah, yeah, dude. But um, yeah, I guess we'll just call it for here. Um, call it for this one. Uh, it was great bringing right, you man. on, man. This was fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. I had a good time. Yeah, dude. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, man. Well, everybody, uh, have a good night. We'll, we'll see you next time.